No, mm. no foreplay. <laughs> Absolutely no <laughs> foreplay. <laughs> yeah. Um, dry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so what were you, you were saying that that stand up is your favorite? Yeah. Form of like entertainment. Um, if in terms of live art, because I, I don't want to say because I don't know if you can call painting entertainment, but I do describe it as art. Is uh, painting, yeah. staring at a painting entertaining? To some people, that's that's good for them. I think um, the yeah. only way I would find it entertaining is how I was on like drugs or some shit. You know, like yeah. I, I mean, I get it. Like sometimes, like I, I, there's this um, one of my uh, favorite artists. Yeah. Um. Well, obviously, like I'm a huge Linkin Park fan. Obviously. So like um the the guy that raps Mike Shinoda, he's also like an artist. Yeah. And he has like art shows and he puts up like art galleries every now and then. And he's pretty talented at like I think before he like started playing music, I think he went to like art school. So I like to look at his art, but it's more like graffiti style and right. like But like a classical painting isn't really not necessarily. Like I if okay, so if I were to rank art forms mm-hmm. ah, I'm gonna just say performances. Like a performance style art, entertainment mm-hmm. style art. I wanna say fuck. I want to say, (laughs) (laughs) I want to say it goes stand-up comedy, then movies, then music. But movies and music are kind of like you need music in movies so that you know what I'm saying. Like live performing versus just watching a movie. Right. I think I think it goes stand-up comedy, movies, music. Okay. Then whatever the fuck else. But because stand-up comedy is so stripped down, like it's so simple. It's just a dude and a microphone. Audience. It's very simple. Well, yeah. welcome to the podcast, no, everyone. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I tend to do that when I have guests. I just run right into it. Who cares? So, okay. Um, so we're watching, it's just called Mario. It's called Mario Brothers. Mario Brothers. This, was, this movie came out probably like the 90s or something like that. Right. Um, my guest today is Aaron Chase, everybody. Hey, hi. Uh, hi, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like, uh, yeah, so this movie is like. Terrible. It's honestly, dude. Okay, I know a lot of people might like give me like some shit for this. Okay, but it's not that bad. Okay, it's absolutely not that bad. Like if you really look at it as in like, I I got stoned and watched this movie like not too long ago. Probably yeah. like when I first moved into this apartment, I went to Best Buy, and you know those bins where they have all kinds of movies. Yeah. For like five dollars. Well, like I was just looking through that through that bin, and this movie happened to be in there. And I was like, I'm getting it. I remember when I when I first watched it, it was like a long time ago. Mm. And I got it, and my cousin, I invited my cousin over because I was staying by myself. So I was like, I need some company. So he came over, and he, I was like, dude, let's watch this movie. And he's like, nah. And I put it on anyways. And, you know? and it was, at the end of the movie, he was probably like, you know what? That wasn't that bad. It, you know what was so bad about it? It was just the... They went completely off the script, like, you know. It, it it didn't follow the the Mario Brothers lore. Probably not. But uh, at the same time, like I was at the time, I was too young. Like when this movie came, out, I was too young to even know because I didn't really play too much video games. I did have a like a Nintendo, mm. and I did play Mario, but I didn't know like the story behind it. I just knew that you had to get from one side to the other, and that was it. Right. You know, without getting like killed or falling to your death. 
Yes. But, like, I definitely didn't know, like, there was a story behind Mario or whatever. Oh, there, I didn't know that either. I'm probably wrong. There probably still isn't a story. Who knows? They're just, but. they're just doing... This is already very strange. They're doing a lot of Dutch angles. I don't trust Dutch angles. Right. What do you mean, Dutch angles? So, in film, if you want to make something feel askew or if there's something that is supposed to be... If you're supposed to imply that there's something off or something isn't right, you mm -hmm. do a Dutch angle, which is slightly tilted. And what it does is it makes this uneasy feeling when you're watching. Oh. So same with like red is usually used. It's a color for like passion or aggression or okay. violence. So anytime red's on, on screen, generally speaking, it's implying some sort of aggressive thing that's about to happen. I feel like you're going to ruin movies for me now. Oh, am I? I cannot. I mean, <laughs> you know the way I do comedy and I talk about comedy? What? Same exact way. I talk really? About yeah. You're like, very anal analytical, I guess you can say. Like, very Asperger's technical. <laughs> Asperger's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm sorry. What are you going to say? No, no. Like, like, like that's... um. So this guy, he's the bad guy right here. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> he did so, come out of the shadows. Yeah, and then she's wearing red now, so thanks. Yeah. Like that's no, it's crazy. Like I never really would have noticed that. And uh, there's a baby that's gonna come out of that egg right there. It's a uh, because uh, she's like it's what's her, what's her name, Princess Princess Peach. I think it's Princess Peach, but is I, that I don't. Yoshi? I don't think they call her. No, no, no. The no. baby is is the Mario? the no, no, no. I think it's Princess Daisy. That's why I'm saying they changed everything. I don't know if her if her middle name was or his, her last name was Peach or something. Right. But that's her. It's very very strange. It's a, it's a weird movie. Okay, now there's a crystal. Um, yeah. Yeah. Analysis. I guess I I get I need something to occupy my thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so I guess it's it sort of manifested into the analysis of the arts that I enjoy. Hmm. Um, so yeah. does that mean you, you, you like it more because you're willing to analyze it more or to like really look more into the details more at first I hated that I was doing it. Like no. there, it got to a point where I was like, well, movies and television and everything's ruined. Mm -hmm. It's all ruined now. Okay. And then it, it, it went from that to like a deeper appreciation for it. Now I just watch it in a different way. Okay. So this is supposed to be Mario right here. Okay. Which I don't remember his name, but I know he's dead. He's he's. I know John Lingu La John Linguizamo is yes a fantastic actor. So he's actually pretty good at Lu like Luigi in this yeah, movie. Luigi. And what's crazy is like him. Like I've seen him in all kinds of other movies, but I only know him as Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how so, embarrassed he probably? Is oh, of that? course. Like he would hate for me to like to to hear me say something like that. He's like, I don't want anyone to remember me as Luigi, but. Yeah. No matter what, to this day, I think he has a really good story about uh, about um, Steven Seagal. Huh. You know, I guess Steven Seagal, like, um, I think he was talking smack uh, on Steven Seagal about his fighting style or something like that. <laughs> I think Steven Seagal, like, put him in a chokehold or some shit like that. Yeah, I hear Steven yeah. Seagal, like, as much as people make fun of him, he does know how to kick the shit out of people. I think it's more of him being as big as he is, because, like, I don't know if you've ever seen him do, like, like any kind of martial arts like demonstrations mm -hmm. maybe he was better at it back then but now it seems like you could just kind of outrun him pretty easily <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. He, i don't think he's really kept himself in shape yeah um no. but film movies yeah, yeah. uh i guess it's just the way <coughs> i think about things um people yeah. and stuff like i don't know I don't have, what do you think of that's, that's that's why i like to ask people questions mm -hmm. like i want to know what you think 
about when you watch this? When I watch movies like basically like this or like any movies, I I'm more interested in the like basically the writing aspect to see like oh how, what were the were the writers really busy here or were they kind of going the simple route? Mm-hmm. You know, like for example, I was watching <clears throat> that '70s show like not too long ago, and I think the the writers were really busy the first few seasons because it was like joke after joke after joke i mean not necessarily the jokes weren't necessarily funny (laughs) all the time yeah but i was like damn they tried to go for laughs all the time Mm -hmm. you know more more laughs and than actual story obviously they built up and they put it together like some sort of puzzle Mm -hmm. but definitely they were they were busy writing jokes yeah you know so I, i i you know the modern i've been really enjoying modern comedy writing it, it, like <laughs> fucking Will and Bryce and all them will make fun of me if they listen to this. But they're not gonna listen to this yeah, shit. That's fair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I I always talk about Atlanta. I use that as an example. Have you seen Atlanta? No, I think I've heard of it though. I'll let you borrow my DVD. Do you have Hulu? I do. Oh, it's on. It's on Hulu. Okay. It is in my and I don't want to build it up too much, but in my opinion, it is one of the greatest television shows I have ever seen. Is T.I. in it? Uh, no. Oh. Right, then you're not going to watch it. No, 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 no. No, because, no. like, I would imagine, like, because T.I. is, like, super ATL, very Atlanta-ish. So. Do, do you know who Donald Glover is? Yes. Okay, this that yeah. guy. Okay. So he wrote it. I think he produces it. He, he acts in it. And um, the way comedy, like, the way comedy is being written in modern day, I, I'm enjoying so much. Like, people, people bitch about the PC stuff, mm-hmm. right? I think... I like it. It's fun for me. It's fun the to PC, see uh. how much how you can ride the line. Hmm. Like if the the PC culture has made a very clear line with things. Yeah. And so it's really fun to poke the bear, to ride the line and see if you can see if you can still make people laugh while mm-hmm. also making it so that those PC people have no justification getting upset. Is that how you write? Do yeah. you write that way? Like, oh. do you write like, oh, is this, I hope this pisses someone off? No. Not I, like that? I, I like to see if I can upset them a little bit, but make them understand what I'm saying oh. so that they can't feel justified in heckling. And if they do feel justified in heckling, I already have arguments to, to um, stop the heckling. Because you uh, pre-wrote it. Yeah, you you've thought of, you you've thought of the contingencies already. Yeah, it's like they're going into an argument with no preparation, and I've been thinking about yeah, it yeah. over and over again. Yeah. So, I think it's fun. Like, um, I'm sorry, what? No, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. Have you ever seen Blockers? No. Okay. Okay. Do you remember um, American Pie? Yes. When was the last time you watched American Pie? Um, actually, probably like about a couple months ago because they put them all on Netflix. So it's just like I kind of binged watched them. So I don't know if I've become like a liberal cuck. Maybe I have. American Pie f- like disturbs me now. Really? It really makes me uncomfortable. Why like, is that? Genuinely. Because as of recent, we've been able to see um, people that look different mm-hmm. <laughs> in in film and television oh yeah you see black people mexican people asian people women gay people trans whatever all that stuff you mm-hmm. see all that stuff and you're seeing different perspectives whereas american pie is about the single perspective of the young white dude mm. and it's super fucking rapey like when you okay you remember uh, okay. nadia yes okay take it out of the context how could i forget nadia i know then? everyone loves nadia <laughs> I love Nadia. I want to see. I want to see what she's doing right now. But um, if you take out the context of like 
of the fact of the, the type of movie it is, the, the raunchy teen comedy from early 2000s. Right. You remember the scene where they're, um, I want to say the main character and Nadia are in his bedroom and they're about to have sex, whatever, mm-hmm. and he's filming it on the webcam? Do you remember that? Yeah. And it, it it's like live streamed out. It was one of the first times film had ever shown that. Right. And so we didn't, like, in modern day, that's horrifying because mm-hmm. we know how crazy that is. But back then, they filmed it and they, they're showing her off and, like, she's naked and she has no idea and everyone's mm-hmm. laughing or whatever. And then she gets. I want to say her parents see the video and then they send her back to Latvia or wherever she's from. And all the characters are like, ah, fuck it. Let's just keep trying to get laid for prom. And it's like, no, you ruined that girl's life. You know that, right? That's crazy. No, but she wanted it. Yep, she totally totally wanted wanted it. it. No, like the the thing is, I don't know. I I think you're right. I never really saw it that way. And you know what's great? I don't know if you've seen Road Trip, which is kind of like the yeah. spin-off version. And that kind of happens, too. That's the whole reason of the movie is, like, the dude, the main character, cheats on his girl. Mm-hmm. And, and he, like, they record it, you know? Yeah. And then he sends it to his ex-girl or his girlfriend. It's crazy. And, that's the, and then hilarity ensues. But, it's you know. it's It's like... It is... So first off, I'm not saying that if you enjoy the movie, you enjoy the movie. Whatever. I'm not it was a, it was a, it was a decent movie. Um, yeah. It was a funny movie. It had its moments. I, it's it's weird. Like no. in modern day, it's hard for me to watch old movies now. There's a lot of things like that. When when you watch something, and you're like, that you couldn't get away with that. No. No. Yeah. There's a lot of older movies where I'm like, oh my god, like it's that's. Crazy. I can't believe we like easily upset like accepted something like this. I forgot what movie I was watching the other day. I was watching The Hangover. Yeah. And just the like one of the opening scenes where they go pick up uh, Stu, yeah. and he says, "Paging Doctor Faggot." Like nowadays, yeah. Holy shit! He yeah. yells it out loud, and it's it's like, whoa! Like that's like you don't do it anymore. You, you can't do it anymore. I mean, granted, like it shouldn't hurt anybody's feeling because it's just it's a, a joke. joke, you know. But, but definitely it. nowadays, if they're like, they're probably like, uh, "What's it? What, him? What's this, What's that guy's name again?" Uh, um, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. If you, they'll be like, "Oh my God, Bradley Cooper's okay with saying faggot on yeah. camera or whatever," and it's like, you know, it, it. And that's just like mild compared to like I can't think of anything right now. But I definitely have watched some things, and I'm like, they couldn't get away with that no, nowadays. Just don't know if you've seen you know? Breakfast at Tiffany's recently. No, no, I've never seen that. They, they do yellow face, so they have a white dude, and he goes full stereotypical Chinese. They get him like big, ridiculous teeth, and they oh squint his eyes and shit. <laughs> And it's so, okay, so like, it's, I think the way I view PC culture, especially in comedy, is mm-hmm. ultimately it creates more empathetic humor. Hmm. So it's about, it, it is, it's weirdly, I don't like using this word, but inclusive, like it includes mm-hmm. everyone in the joke and it's poking fun at everyone. Mm-hmm. Whereas something like American Pie is from a singular perspective of one type of person mm-hmm. so when the when someone's making fun of somebody or whatever that's fine make fun of them Do- yeah. paging dr faggot by all means yeah but if you're that's the only perspective you're hearing yeah. that's not okay that's not fair right so everything post 2015 like there's this there's this shift in what comedy is and i love it you should check mm-hmm. out blockers so that's what i'm saying so um is that what john cena yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, okay. So if you like American Pie, mm-hmm. um, Blockers is modern American Pie. It's oh. it's about it's about prom night. It's about losing your virginity. Mm-hmm. It's about teenage. It's raunchy. They curse. They do all this antics or whatever. But it's from the perspective 
of not only John Cena, but mm-hmm. it's from the perspective of the mother and John Cena's other friends, from the perspective of these three girls. Mm-hmm. And you see, and that's what I think what it's about is seeing other people's view of what's funny. Mm. And whereas all of this old shit is is like this white dudes, their perspective of life. Like, I don't know if you've seen Primal Fear. No. I'm sorry. I'm being a nerd right now. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Um, Go ahead. Absolutely. It's with Edward Norton and someone else. Oh, Edward Norton's Ed, yeah. great. He kills it. Yeah. It's fantastic. He kills it in all, almost all of his movies. Even, I don't know if you saw the, 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 the what do you call it? The the incredible hulk movie that he was in yeah. i thought he was decent in it like like i thought he, mm-hmm. obviously uh mark ruffalo is better <laughs> you know but like if you watch it you're like damn like he's edward norton is like there's a reason why they still could include it in the you know um marvel Canon. cinematic universe like yeah. they're just like ah screw it we changed the actor but that movie was still solid yeah it was better than the first hulk that they came out with you remember that uh, ang lee hulk yeah was yeah that one was horrible fucking ridiculous but yeah man i had a, i had an example in my head of like like a movie that they're like oh like they got away with this like it was but i forgot oh well it's all good uh yeah. primal fear mm-hmm. Prim- okay so it's set in the early 90s or late 80s i think it's like 91 and there's this scene there's this shot where <laughs> it's is they're in new york mm-hmm. it was weird so like they're 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 panning through new york and I shit you not, mm-hmm. it is all white dudes in suits, mm-hmm. and like that's it. Mm. And it it's been taking me out of. And this is I know I'm sounding aggressive towards white dudes. Like this isn't me saying white people can't be in white dudes can't be in movies or anything. Right, but like yeah. it was weird. It was like that's not at all. Even in the '80s, that's not what New York looked like. Right. It was. It was fucking. That's the most diverse place ever. Yeah. And so. I kind of don't, I like working <laughs> with the PC culture and poking, like, I like working with it rather than against it. No. Um, so for me, it's, it's fun. It's so much fun to see if, what's, what's a good example? Uh, the, the nine eleven joke I have, I don't know if you've heard that. I have, but is it newer? It's, um, it's about marriage. The Jenga 9-11. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I that. love that joke because mm-hmm. I, I took, it took me probably weeks of thinking about it over and over again and being like, okay, how can I word this mm-hmm. so that if someone gets upset, they are totally unjustified in mm. getting upset. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, well, if I frame it as I agree, this is a shitty thing. Mm-hmm. Then as soon as someone heckles me, as soon as someone's like, like, Hey, fuck you, buddy. My mm-hmm. whatever died in nine 11, I could be like, yeah, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. Dude, it would be terrible to do that. I agree. Yeah. And that really takes the steam out of someone's attack on you or getting offended when you agree with them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's, that's one thing that like, I never got to really get into was the crowd work. Mm-hmm. And just as I was about to, like, that's what I've been thinking about all this time that I, that I have off right now mm-hmm. is like, like while I'm at work, I'm like, I think when I come back, that's one of the things that I'm going to have to try to do. Cause that's one of the, it's a craft Yeah. or like the crowd work is just like, it's a craft and you're, if you're good at like improvisation, yeah, that'll definitely help. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm good at Im- improvisation, but like. When I'm having conversations with friends and stuff like that, that's when I, I feel like I'm the funniest. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, oh, maybe if I can have like a quick conversation with someone on the crowd, I can pull something that's funny out of it. And and it's fresh and it's new and it's not necessarily like scripted, mm-hmm. you know, so you can, which is a risk, you know? Yeah. Because I, I don't understand, like, I, I think I, I definitely like appreciate the comics who like, 
are those quote unquote crowd you know crowd work comics. crowd work comics because yeah. like they go up and they have like a different set every single time because yeah. they don't you know they're not anticipating oh there's a person that's gonna be you know an adult with braces is gonna be on the front row they're not right. anticipating that but they make it funny so like that's like really impressive you know someone like russell peters yeah you know who can really just be like hey man what's your name yeah and, then and it'll be off. something crazy and he'll be like what the you know yeah. so what is it so do you, have you ever tried crowd work? I've tried it once mm -hmm. and I made it clear to the crowd that that was my first time doing crowd <laughs> work. So everyone was just like, fuck this guy, yeah. you know? And it's like, um, I don't know. I think it was something that kind of needed to like, like I kind of just did it off the cuff, yeah. you know? And I think what I should have, like on my way there, I should have been like, all right, we're going to do some crowd work just to kind of mentally prepare myself for right. it. So I think next time I'm able to go, I think that's if I decide to try to do some crowd work, that's what I'm going to go with the mentality of. All right. I'm going to try some crowd work tonight. So I'm not going to expect to, you know, I'm just going to try it out, mm -hmm. you know, try it out. There you go. <laughs> I just realized. So I just looked back at the TV. Yeah. If you didn't tell me this was about Mario, like if I didn't know anything, about you wouldn't it, know. I would have no idea. Nope. They're in a cave looking for dinosaur bones. We got some like mafiosos following them. I think these. I think these people are like um, these two guys. I think they're like part dinosaur or something like that. <laughs> what the? Fuck? Yeah, they're okay. they're like like um, I don't know. The whole thing is weird. All right, so yeah. they're plumbers. This is what makes them Mario. <laughs> okay, this is the only part that makes them Mario and Luigi. You yeah, know, seeing them be plumbers, and they then they state their name. Like, what's your name? My name's Mario. Mario. You know, because his his first name is his last name. Is it? I guess so. And because like like that's why they're the Mario Brothers. Because he's Mario Mario, and then Luigi is Luigi Mario. So they're the Mario Brothers. Okay, that you makes know? weird. I don't sense. <clears throat> I don't know if that's accurate, but that's what it is in this movie, uh, right? They're so, getting snuck up on. Yeah. So the, so these guys, um, they were they're trying to get get all the girls in Brooklyn. Okay. Because they're looking for a specific girl with a jewel, because that's supposed to be like the portal to, you know, the next dimension. Because they're they're gonna go to another dimension. So all these tunnels is kind of like, oh, you know how Mario goes down those tunnels and right, into. Right. So that's basically what it is. So it's got it's got its like little, uh, yeah, it. nods to it, but it's definitely not, yeah. But this movie was it's crazy. It's 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 kind of weird. This seems very strange. Yeah. So so now he falls in love with this girl that he just met. So now that's how they get sucked into the whole story. Oh, the whole okay. world is because he's like, we got to go save her because they're getting kidnapped. Mario's girlfriend, which is hot as hell. Okay. Like uh, she just got kidnapped. So he's like. He finds her there because, like, again, they're they're they were just kidnapping a bunch of women around the same age, mm -hmm. you know. So yeah, this is so fucking true. Yeah. Oh, what is going on? Look at that! Look at that! Great effects right Jesus. there. Uh. You know? <laughs> yeah. Look at this! Look at this! What the fuck? Yeah, I'm pretty sure this was the '80s. Yeah, this is very much the '80s. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is so '80s. Um, yeah. yeah, I've been on my Stranger. Th I've been binge watching it. Stranger Things, yeah, and it's fantastic. It's oh, I, 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 I watched it. I watched the the two seasons already. Yeah, and I don't know if you ever do this when when uh, when a new season comes out, but you gotta watch the last episode at least to kind of catch you up. Yeah, so like I think I need to do that, and then I need I'm gonna watch. I'm for sure gonna watch it because I'm I was the 
big. I was really into it, yeah. you know. It's so good. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Forget that. <laughs> so I, I was gonna ask you because, like, um, yeah. Uh, I remember I was watching a lot of the things that that you guys had posted of the buddy system, like way back in the day, oh, like yeah. just hanging out. <laughs> and you had a lot of the like. There was this one thing that you guys had, or that you had. It was like the the just a what was it? Just, just a, a fucking discussion. Just a fucking discussion. Yeah. And um, I saw a lot of similarities to that and your podcast. Meaning, like, you were like all of. Are you all about the light? I've always wanted to ask you that. Are you all about the light? What is that? What do you mean? All right, because all right, I'll 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 admit I, I listen to your podcast okay. all the time. Every time it comes out, I'm like, all right, ACML. Yeah, okay, ACML, and I'm like, is he gonna mention me or not? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm just joking. Yeah. No, no, but really, I'm just like, like I'll listen to it, and there's always a point where like, all right, I'm like uh, I ran the light, and like. So oh. so it's like so I'm and, and then also in 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 that just a fucking discussion. Like, you were like, all right, here's the light. And I'm like, keep going, motherfucker. What are you doing? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So in, what's in, what's your obsession with the light the here? Light. In ACMM, that was, I was trying to figure out, like, what the podcast was about, what the hook was. So, like, your hook seems to be that there's a movie on. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I could, I was, I, at first I was inspired by, um, Bill Burr's podcast of course. and I was just like, Oh, I'm just going to do day to day funny. I'm just going to talk. And mm. uh, then I was like, Oh, but I'm not Bill Burr. So right. that's not working. And yeah. so over time it, it developed into just sort of a comedy journal. I'm, I okay. mean, if you've been listening to it, I'm sure you yeah. can yeah. tell that that's what it is now. It's just sort of put a, it's a documentation of progression of a comedian. I gotta tell you though, like even even like your your podcast from like the first ones that I listened to to the ones now, yeah. you're definitely like, I think you're finding your voice, yeah. and it is definitely like, it's less awkward to <laughs> to listen to. Like yeah. like I don't want to hug you anymore. Like, like the, the the first ones that that you would put out, I'm like, mother damn, dude, this dude is like depressed, very upset and sad. And I'm sure I'm pretty sure that still happens, right? Like like that's the yeah. That has to be a, a thing that people struggle with all the time, you know, like it just yeah. happens, especially with comedians, you yes. know, especially when you see like everyone else getting booked and all that stuff. And you're like, what about <laughs> me? You know, like, um, so definitely. But but like, I, I definitely see like the that you've evolved already. Thank you. Like in a way. And it's and it's definitely like not that it wasn't enjoyable for for me to listen to before. No, it's not as sad, though. But no, but it, it is definitely, especially as a comic, it's definitely helpful. I know I've told you that I've taken your advice a lot. Well, thanks, man. Like when it when it had has to do with like like comedy or whatever. I'm like, oh, so he went to Vegas and he observed that these comics are you know bombing gracefully. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I I have to start doing that because a lot of times I'll be having a really bad set. I'm like, well, fuck you guys. Yeah. You know, and that gets a laugh too, but it's kind of a like a hacky kind of laugh. Like, yeah. oh, everybody's gonna do that shit. Yes. There's sometimes where you do have to do that because I remember once. Uh, Jay, Jake Calderon, he, he, he just went off on them. No, 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 no. Oh. no. I, well, maybe that too. But like, also like there was this one time where, where he went up and he's like, how's everybody doing? And he got no response. And he's like, well, fuck all of you. Yeah. And then that kind of set of, all right, all right, cool. We'll listen to you now because he's like, I see that you're not like. It kind of shows that you're sort of fearless. Like, yeah, like you're like, you're like, ah. It kind of reminds me of like Bernie Mac when he's like, I ain't yeah. scared of y'all. I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I think what works about that is that it has to be very clearly tongue mm-hmm. in cheek. Generally, this is mm-hmm. all general, but I think it has to be tongue in cheek, and it can't keep happening. Like mm-hmm. if Jay kept being like, no, fuck you. Here's a joke. 
This didn't work. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Go, then after a while, it's like, all it's right, like man. I think it's your jokes, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I used to I used to do that. When, yeah. yeah. When when we were first running the hideaway, mm -hmm. I think one of the issues that had there was no one else's fault but my own was I would get fucking furious with the audience. Yeah. Like I. <laughs> I would tell the audience members that were paying attention, mm -hmm. I would tell them to tell everyone else to shut the fuck up. Uh. And I would I would do it consistently. Yeah. Um, people are getting told to shut the fuck up from the bar. Oh damn. I got into an altercation with it wasn't it didn't get physical, but it almost did. Oh my god. <laughs> with this lesbian couple. Oh. Um I, I called her a cunt in front of my girlfriend at the time's mom. It was really <laughs> So yeah, like when yeah. when I see comics lash out at the audience, I get it. It's yeah. frustrating. Not just that, but it, like just like you said, like it was probably like when you first got started, so you don't know how to react to like not having a good set. Yeah. You know, you don't like a lot of that's what what happened to me like like over the the time I was just like, "Hey, if you're having a bad set, just write it out." Yeah. Try again next next week or next the next day or whatever. It's just like this shit happens. Yeah. Is you're not the only one that it happens to like, you know. It's I cool. mean, it definitely feels terrible <laughs> you know like uh, like there's no denying it like even if you try to do it gracefully you're like damn this fucking sucks i'd rather i'd rather this have gone a better way and especially when you write something you're like this has to be good yeah and then you get there and you're like it's not good <laughs> at all you know like so it's it's definitely it's it's a it's a progress but what, what you were saying about your podcast about like it's it's become a comedy journal yeah i i feel the same way about mine nice. like 100 percent. but me like i kind of ramble on more like you're more like i think that that whole light thing it kind of came came along with the whole cutting the fat thing yeah like you're all about cutting the fat even in your podcast so it's like i think that's what makes it like easy to listen to because you're like i mean i have 15 minutes <laughs> yeah, i have 10 time, minutes yeah. but i will say this one of my favorite episodes of yours is when when there was a, all kinds of drama because the not all kinds of drama but there was a lot of shit talking on mm. facebook because of this whole studio three thing yeah so i was just like that one was really good because i was like one you mentioned me <laughs> <laughs> What did I say about you? No, you're like you're you're like you're like. Um, I think you had said something along the lines of, of um, uh, like, it's important to have open mics because we're working out here, and you can kind of see the progress in people. And you're like, oh, someone like Carlos Patino and like Jay oh, Calderon. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's bitch, right. I am. I am putting in work. <laughs> it was kind of <laughs> like a. It was kind of like 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 um, like um. I don't want to say vindication, but it was kind of like like a validation. I was, validation. Oh, there you go. That's okay, the word yeah. that I'm. I was like like va it was validating that I'm like I'm actually like I'm. People were noticing that I'm actually like doing it not just to fuck around. Yeah, you know, comedy is one of those things. If you just fucking keep working at, most people give up. Yeah, um, it's. I think it's easy to give up, but like I I but I want it. Like I wanted it too. Like I I would I've I've been writing for like I I wrote just shit down that i thought was funny for like about a year before i even tried yeah so it's like and i would tell everybody like i used to be part of a church and i was like really involved yeah. and i would always tell them like yeah i'm gonna be a comedian one day and then i like when i met my wife like we were together and then eventually i was just like you know i want to be a comic one day and all this stuff and then like when we got married too i was just like i need to find somewhere to try to do it and yeah. she's always been very supportive of me and all that stuff I'm so. very jealous. Like, yeah, you know what? That was something that, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't, have I met your wife? No, I don't think anyone really met her. I think you've seen her maybe once. Right. Because, like, I did take her to the hideaway once. 
but, I mean, but she was she was yeah she was already pregnant and then like um but she wasn't like like big sure. pre- yeah she was like early stages of pregnancy so she was dealing with a lot of nausea yeah. and then i bombed and she was like she was like what are you <laughs> no i'm just kidding uh could you imagine my wife was like so this is what you're doing yeah, you're when you your fucking time? when you say you're doing comedy like yeah. this isn't funny at all <laughs> no but like she understands too like because i tell her everything like i tell her like look She'll tell me, oh, how'd it go? And I'm like, well, I, I, I ate shit tonight. Yeah. And she'll be like, oh, well, it's all right. I was like, yeah. And I told her, I was like, it happens. It's, it's just, it's part of the proce- like, process, you know? See, that's something I'm super jealous of. Like, mm. anyone that is supportive, anyone in your life that's supportive, especially of comedy, I'm very jealous of that. Oh, this is where it gets sad, everybody. Yeah, this is no, where it gets sad. <laughs> I mean, if no. you listen to the podcast, then you know. Because you, you've said before, I think uh, you were in the on the buddy cast with, uh, I think you were talking to Ernesto. Yeah. Um, and I think you had talked about how your mom doesn't like you yeah, or something no, like that. And I was like, goodness gracious. <laughs> I'm like, well... Are you sure she doesn't like you? Like, Very positive. Wow, dude. She let me be. Let me clarify, just yeah. in case she listens to this one day, which I doubt. But <laughs> um, she loves me, but she doesn't like me. Like she will. She's done so much for me. Yeah. I've actually I've been writing jokes about that, which eventually you'll hear. But right. she she very clearly cares about me and has sacrificed a lot. But that doesn't mean that she likes me. Oh. That doesn't mean like she wants to be around me or talk to me mm-hmm. or get to know me as a person. She just loves me. Okay. Um, and that support, I think, is imperative to success. Yeah. I would say sometimes. I mean, it's good to have someone to support you and all that stuff. But sometimes you would look at all the comics that are like, nobody believed in me. And those are probably some of like the best, the comics, best comics, you know? I think... Okay. Had rough childhoods or yeah. whatever it might be. So I'm on my I'm on my way. I'm on the right track. There you go, man. Um, no, I, I when I say supportive, I mean like okay. So the cutting the fat thing. Mm-hmm. I think the reason why I'm so on that is because my God, if you if you had met me, fuck, dude, if you had met me in the beginning of the hideaway, you'd be like, this guy fucking sucks. What is he doing? Like, they all hated me. I wish I would have been able to, like, see it. I, I really do. It was bad, man. Like, talk to, like, Johnny Gold. I think he was around in the beginning. Talk to him and get his opinion on me before now. And I'm pretty sure you'll hear an accurate description of it. But I remember even before that, it was worse. I, d- I literally didn't know how to write jokes. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what a joke was. And I remember I would do shows. I would do mics or whatever. And afterwards, vet comics would come up and they'd be like, hey, man, you're really, you got a lot of energy. Mm. You have something to say. You're charismatic. But you got to tell jokes. Mm. And that's all. They would leave it at that. You got to tell jokes. And they wouldn't be like, all right, so this is how you tell a joke. Ex- they were just like. Exactly. <laughs> that's why every time a new person comes in, every time I'm like, yeah. here is how you do it. Yeah. Because yeah. Tell, like, it's so nebulous. Like, if you mm-hmm. didn't know that jokes were had structure to them. Oh yeah. How the fuck do you figure that out? You know what? I I kind of saw it basically by by observing everybody else. Yeah. Because when I first started, I kind of went up there just to ramble. Yeah. Which is everybody basically starts that way. Yeah. Because they don't know how to get started, you know. So you think, oh, I'm just gonna go on stage and I'm just gonna talk shit. 
you know, because that's what I'm I'm best at. I know how to talk shit or whatever. My friends love it when I. Yeah, exactly. When I just like fuck around or whatever. So I'm sorry. They're in a jail now. What is going on in this movie? Oh, you're like you're, it's because you're like phasing in and out of this thing. So, yeah, this is so they're in like a prison. So they got arrested. Okay. Because like um they got attacked by an old lady with a taser. Oh, that makes sense. And then um there was also there's this um. They, there was an APV on plumbers because they, they have the stone now. They're looking for, He's looking for the crystal, this guy. Okay. Which I think this guy's also dead. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Speed. Even a long time ago. With uh, Keanu Reeves and Sandra yeah. Bullock, but he's, he's the bad guy. He's yeah, the bad he guy. Always, he looks yeah. very bad. He's a pretty good bad guy, but I'm pretty sure he's, he's since passed away. Fucking blonde cornrows going Look on. at that shit. Yeah, I th- I, yeah it's... <laughs> Uh, Blonde cornrows. No, it looks like it is. Eminem got cornrows. It does definitely. Poorly. It definitely does look like it. Uh, no, so, sorry, man. We were just cutting the fat and people telling jokes. Yeah. So, so like definitely, I would. I went to the hideaway and I started going consistently because I was like, I really want to do it. You know, see how far I can get trying to you know do this. So I went up and I just. I mean, I didn't go up, but I. St- I was observing everybody, and I was like, these guys have set up punchline. Yeah. And I'm like, holy, like, I don't have setup and punchline. I need to have setup and punchline. So that's when, like, I started writing a little more structured at one point. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the whole cutting of the fat, too, because I was just like, all right, I'm going to come up with this premise. I'm going to see what kind of gets a chuckle. And I'm like, all right, I need to get there immediately. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That so, was something that I remember when people started. So I started figuring out what jokes were. Mm-hmm. And then people were telling me to cut the fat. Mm-hmm. Like I want to say George was the first to that really really stuck with me, because mm-hmm. um, I I looked at how he wrote and he's a madman, mm. and yeah, that's a whole other thing that I'm sure you can talk to him about. But yeah. uh, cutting the fat, what the fuck was I even? God um, damn it! Uh, uh, you were talking about how like when you when you uh, got started, you were like you had charisma, oh, but you yeah. didn't have jokes. Yeah, man. I in my head I was like, no, this is art. Like, I'm yeah. going to make it long and beautiful. Uh, and then after a while, I was like, this sucks. Yeah. This fucking sucks. No yeah. one's laughing. And it takes forever to get to one shitty punchline. Yeah. So it, it, it's, I was actually going to talk about it uh, in the ACMM. Mm-hmm. Um, in talking with KJ, too, mm-hmm. about the riffing, the, the, the key seems to be, or at least for me, is every time I start bombing, mm-hmm. every time I feel like I'm rambling or I'm like not making sense or no one's laughing, I take a second and in my head I think, what is your point? Mm. And then I'm like, okay. So then I ask myself that and I try to get to that and then it seems to be working better. So like next time if, if shit seems to be going awry, maybe take a second and think like, what is my point? What am I trying to even right. say? Right. Oh, yeah, it it just seems crazy like to to have those collective thoughts within five minutes, you know? Because usually you have to think those thoughts, and it's like three minutes already in, and you're like, oh shit! Like I only have two, about two minutes to go. One of the things that I definitely wanted to do as well is like I wanted to get a watch, and and okay. kind of like just to just to time everything, just to be like, because I remember a long time ago, um, the first time I did uh the first time I I did an open mic was at the Ontario Improv. And I believe, honestly, like everything was a blur, but I believe I followed you. Honestly, oh. I think I followed you because I remember a, a black dude with dreads. That's probably me. And I was, yeah, because <laughs> I never saw anybody else like that. So I was like, oh, damn, I think I followed Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I, I, I followed you. Sorry. And then, I, when jobs potentially come up, I have to. Okay, no, no, no. We're good. We're good. Okay. Yeah. Um, so 
Yeah, so like uh I think I followed you, but I didn't hear your set because I was like focusing, focusing on what I was gonna say. Yeah. You know, so um God damn it, now I forgot what I was gonna fucking say. Um uh <laughs> cutting the fat, telling jokes, yeah. uh came out Ontario improv. Um no. Sorry, this movie stuff. is so weird. Yeah, those are Goombas. Those are the, the, is that the fucking Goombas? Yeah, those are the Goombas. And they have different like kinds of Goombas. They have the bald headed ones with the tiny heads and then they have the ones that kinda look like crocodiles. Right. Yeah. This is fascinating. It's crazy, man. It's, it's <laughs> this is like a cartoon. So, so this machine makes Goombas. Okay. You know? So they stick him in there because they're like, oh, screw this guy because they, they escape. But, but I don't know what, what happened to him. But I, this guy is supposed to be Bowser, I guess. Oh. If you really think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. Anyway, yeah. comedy. <laughs> yeah. Improv. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I, I guess if you. Uh, I don't know if you have the same level of respect for me. If you mm-hmm. have any at all, like no. if you had saw me in the beginning, they um, hated me, man. Like I really, I don't think I saw you long and I don't think I've saw you early enough for me to be like, oh damn, I can't believe people don't like you, you know? Because because honestly, like when when I first started going to the hideaway, I was like, like um, I think that guy's cool. That guy's pretty cool, mm-hmm. you know. And I was like, not to judge people or anything, but I was like, oh, that seems like a pretty cool person to like talk to yeah or whatever you definitely did seem very busy yeah so i was just like oh so this dude is just like he's just busy but he's definitely like a like he knows what he's talking about like he does it like um you know he's he's been at it for a while like what what made you get started what made you want to start doing comedy though um do you remember the uh, like a turning point in your life where you're like oh i want to try to do that there were different moments Mm. so like the first moment I knew I wanted to do comedy, but I didn't even have the words for it. I was in maybe first or second grade, maybe Damn. first grade. And I, <laughs> yeah, I went to this private school. Um, I won't say the name of this. I'll tell you the name of the school later and stuff. But I went to this private school, and they uh, they were teaching us French because that needed to be taught in Southern Goodness. California. And I don't remember any of it. Um, and I'm sitting in class, and the teacher was like, "Aaron, how do you say a in in French? Like, how do you mm. pronounce the letter?" And I was like, uh, and I didn't, I shrugged my shoulders and I was being goofy mm-hmm. and everyone laughed. And mm-hmm. I, re- I remember like, oh, I want that. that's what I want to do. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't know stand up comedy was, a th- I didn't know anything about that. I just knew like, without words, I knew like, oh, I wanted to do that. Who was, who was the first like comic that, or comedian that you were like, oh, that's what comedy is. How'd you find out about stand up comedy? Chris who was, Rock. Chris Rock was the first one. I want to say bigger and blacker. Oh, Chris Rock. Chris Rock yeah. And Comedy good. Central presents. Mm. Um, I saw, what is his, uh, Dat Fan. Oh, I remember Dat Fan. Yeah, I got to meet him at um, Ace's Comedy Club. Really? Yeah, he didn't talk to me. Uh, oh, dang. Like, I was like, hi, hey, I'm Aaron. He's like, hey. And then he yeah. went off to do his thing. Yeah. Um, and so that was the first moment. And mm-hmm. the second moment was, uh, so throughout the 90s and early 2000s, I got put in basketball, because obviously. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, I said, I, this, is, this is what I mean by having someone supportive in your life. I didn't have anyone supportive, so I would actively tell people, like, no, I want to do this. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, no, I'll go fuck yourself. Uh, you're mm-hmm. doing this. Yeah. And then middle school, I was, uh, I was playing basketball. I was in a game. I was on the bench. And I, uh, I was fucking with the other, uh, the other team's coach. <laughs> so we were winning, and I was heckling him. And I was fucking with him. Oh, my God. I was making fun of him. I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like 12 or 13. And I was just being a dickhead, an immature piece of shit. Yeah. And um, the coach was getting visibly angry. At you? Yelling at me. I got I got a technical foul. I got kicked out of the game. Really? Mm-hmm. In middle school? Yeah. Oh, my God. And so high school comes around, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to make a decision here. If, I'm, if, if I try out for the basketball team and I don't get on, I'm mm-hmm. doing uh, theater. That's what I'm going to do. So I go to the basketball tryouts, and that same coach from the following year walks in. He's the coach of that basketball team. He looks at me, and he's like, you're not. I don't give a fuck if you're dunking on people. You are not getting on this team. Really? He didn't say that, but that was he recognized That was his demeanor. Okay. He remembered you. He went home. He told his wife about you. He had bad dreams. He couldn't (laughs) sleep that night. A 12-year-old kid rattled him. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all. But, but yeah, and I'm really happy that happened because now I'm, you know. Uh, and then I started doing improv, and mm-hmm. I did that until I was like twenty something. Um, mm-hmm. And then the the last moment, and this is the I don't know if you want it to get sad because it's gonna get sad. Screw it. Okay. Well, I'll bring it back because I'm a very know, happy person. So. Do you know the Taylor Tomlinson story? Taylor Tomlinson, yes. Do you know the story? Wasn't she in church or something like that? And no. No, what's going on with Taylor Tomlinson? I don't know. She so she's a comedian. Yes. Um, and a good one too. She's very fun, very, good. very funny. Very funny. Very attractive. She's very. Uh, she's great. She's good. Yeah, she seems she's like got, a nice person. She seems like she's got the whole package. Yeah, yeah. I'll put she, it that she way. She puts in work too. Yeah. Apparently, she started when she was like sixteen. I didn't know that. I oh, actually geez. thought she had started when I started. But yeah. I started doing, trying to do stand up. I say trying, and I emphasize that. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was about eighteen, I saw some other improvisers do it on mm-hmm. my team, and I was like, "Oh, I could fucking do that." And um, so I was doing it sporadically while I was in college and um, we were both at I remember seeing her a few times at Shamrocks okay and so I knew of her I think at the time maybe she knew of like she would probably recognize me at the time but I'm sure she fucking doesn't remember me now and so she went into comedy and I went into college and shitty relationships Mm. and just year after year wasting my fucking time Mm -hmm. and then this past I want to say last summer maybe last year (laughs) If not a little, little later, uh, I was sitting on the couch with my girlfriend at the time, and I was, we were watching Netflix, and I was running the hideaway at that point. Mm. So I was doing stand-up maybe once a night. Okay. And you've heard me say this a million times. You got to do it at least four to five times mm-hmm. a week. So I was doing it once a night, just not just bullshitting, mm. having I, I hated my job. I was not happy in my relationship. Just miserable. Damn, miserable. Here like you go. think I'm sad? You think I seem sad? Yeah. Then oh, it was bad. Oh really? Oh uh, yeah, very much like. Very much wanted to kill myself oh my God. every single day. Here we go. Yeah. And so <laughs> so we're scrolling through Netflix, and yeah. Taylor Thompson pops up on Netflix. Damn. And I hadn't thought about her in years. Like, I, you know, obviously I'd recognize her face, but yeah. I just, she wasn't in my world at the time. Mm-hmm. So she popped up, mm-hmm. and I sobbed for like four hours. <gasps> my My girlfriend at the time had to take care of me. She didn't, I don't think to this day she understands why that was such an important moment Mm -hmm. of like of like oh i've wasted all of this like if you think about yeah i mean i told you like i was interested in this when i was in first or second grade and your reaction to that was like oh that's a long time yeah first second grade knowing not knowing not being able to put into words but like knowing what you wanted to do and then everything around you pushing you away from that and then it all culminates to your 27 mm-hmm. high on a couch, getting fat, not doing shit. Mm-hmm. And then seeing someone who did it 
and, and it was like now it, it was really good for me and first off good for her mm-hmm. very much good for her oh yeah yeah um but for me it was like it was a mixture of things it was like oh this is possible yeah like everyone would tell you know how people tell you like oh that comedy oh that that hobby that you're doing like you're never gonna make survive off of that yeah and seeing her was like oh fuck this is yeah. like you can do that you know someone that did it yeah basically I knew so like personally you knew someone you met someone you yeah. talked to them uh, then, had, yeah. yeah, then there was the, uh, oh, I've been, I've wasted 27 years, or probably wow. not 27, but like many a years mm-hmm. not doing anything. Well, like the way I see it, because like I, I found out about comedy, like I, the first comic that I listened to was George Lopez, because mm-hmm. I'm Mexican, obviously. Of course. You know, that's like the first comic that was introduced into, and then I saw Dave Chappelle and all that stuff, and. Yeah, just like just like you said, um, um, Comedy Central presents. There was like Dane Cook, yeah, and I saw yeah. all of that, and and I was like, um, I would really like to do that. And I didn't know that it like there was like possible. I didn't know. <laughs> no, it's not even that. I didn't know that those bits were rehearsed. Yeah. I didn't know that. So I just thought it was like, what these people? They just go up on stage and they just talk and they're funny and yeah. people love them. So I was just like, I want to do that. Yeah. You know, because just like just like you said, like you were probably like uh, some sort of the class class clown, uh, sort of. You know, but I I definitely tried to be for sure all all throughout my entire like school life or whatever. Yeah. Uh, like I've always tried to be the class clown. Never really succeeded, but I've always tried. Yeah. You know, um, I think it was just the just wanted wanting attention or something like that. Not that I didn't get it from home because I definitely did it. My parents actually love me. Oh, that's good. I know, right? But it's not gonna make me a good comic though, because I see like when I, when I see like a lot of you know one one thing that like um my parents did do that kind of like affected me that might make my com- comedy like like be halfway decent yeah. is they forced me into church for so long. That's interesting. You know, they, they kind of, they put it in, like, my dad would be like, I'm the dad, you're going to church, yeah. you know? And I was like, okay. And then I eventually started liking it, and I got all into it. <clears throat> and then I started to be an asshole to people. Because it seems like, like, when, when it comes with, with, with church, you, you become self-righteous. Yeah, yeah. And then you want everyone to be like, oh, you need to be like me or you're wrong. Yeah. You know? So, like, I started to notice that when I got older, and I was like, I don't want to be like that. And then I know people that are still like that. I'm like, well... I mean, like, that doesn't make you a better person just because you're better off, Yeah. you know? So it's just like, I just want to be a good person. I mean, I'm still going to believe in God and all that stuff, but I'm not going to, I'm just not going to do the, the whole church thing like you guys do, so. That's funny. So, like, all right, I have two things. Yeah. First thing is, why do you think comedians seem, generally speaking, mm-hmm. seem to do better if they are people that have suffered? And the second thing is, Finally, I'm meeting another person that believes in God, and I mm-hmm. would assume you uh, prescribe to Christianity. That's yeah. Your, yeah, yeah, I'm the same way, and nobody mm-hmm. believes me. I don't believe you. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is it about me that doesn't seem like I could be a Christian? No, well, I mean, all right, let me put it like this. Like, now that you tell me this, yeah. I'll notice it more. Okay. You know? Because when you say it before, I'm like, oh, he's just he's just fucking with us. He's right. he's just being like he's just being he's just fucking he's just being an asshole right now, but, yeah, you know. Like for example, yeah. there there was this one time where you know Nick Laney, yes, he he's always like, oh God bless you yeah. at the end of his set, um, and and I remember once Nick Laney said that, and then you 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 said it was like God like, after you were about to introduce the next comic, and you're like God bless you, and then you're like I don't think a lot of people here believe in God, and I thought you were like, including myself. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so I was just like, that's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I think I think honestly, you can believe in God without all the stigma of like, like shit. And yeah, because yeah. it honestly, like when it comes to the Bible and stuff like that, like like if I do read it and stuff like that, I I look at it as a perspective of people wrote this. Yeah. You know, so they weren't always in the right mind. Yes. They're gonna get them some things wrong. Yes. You know, they're gonna uh, blow things out of proportion because everybody has an agenda. I I you know? agree one hundred percent, dude. I was interpreting uh, for a church, and I actually did it. What, today's Sunday. Today's mm-hmm. Monday. Mm-hmm. What day is it? Uh, it's Monday. Today's Monday. I did it yesterday. Um, and then I did it at that same church like a couple weeks prior, mm-hmm. and I don't know where I'm going. But the, the point is, yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. It's it's like it's not a bad thing to believe in God. No, it, no. it's helpful. Like like I think, um, God, I I hate to bring up like professionals like if i know them but like rogan talks about i forgot who it was um but he had a guest on that said like he lives his life as he believes god is real yes so that makes him want to be better to other people you know so it's like i don't see what's wrong with that you know just because like like i mean obviously there's a lot of things that you're like okay so that's why I think incest is wrong, because it's like, Ooh, you know. You want to argue about incest? Because I, I support. We, we've, we've done this before. Okay. We've done this before. And, like, I, I remember, like, like I, I was just like, well, yeah, if you, if you know, if, if a brother and a sister fuck each other, the child's going to be all fucked up or whatever. Yeah. I think that was my, my argument or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what is your, is you, are you saying you're pro-incest? I'm pro-do-whatever-you-want-to-do as long as you're not hurting or fucking with anyone else's rights. Mm. So, like, guns, for example, for the most part, mm. I am, I, I'm like, I don't want to say pro-Second Amendment. Mm. I'm pro-you-leaving me the fuck alone. Yeah. And go play with your guns wherever, yeah. but leave me alone. Um, but, but when it comes to incest, I believe, like, None of that's my business. Same with gay relationships or heterosexual, other people's relationships. None of that's my fucking business. Yeah. And as far as the procreation thing goes, I think that the problem with the argument is that you're then saying that anyone with any sort of predisposition to creating a fucked up kid Mm -hmm. should not be allowed to be in a relationship or have kids. Right. Right. So anyone with anyone that's deaf, anyone that's blind, anyone has um, autism or Asperger's, because I think that might be genetic. Mm. Anyone that has um, fucking known to have cancer, anyone that has dwarfism, dwarfism, anyone Mm -hmm. that has like, there's a litany of things that you could be like, then you shouldn't have, you should not procreate. Yeah. And I don't think that that's fair or appropriate. And, um, and the, the the one argument, and Will made this argument that is sh- is shaking me on this is okay, here we go. I probably agree with him. Probably, All yeah, right, go most ahead. people will. What, um, what did he say? Is so like let's say I don't know mother son relationship, right? Mm-hmm. I think that post eighteen, I guess do what you want to do, <laughs> but with that caveat, Will was like the problem with that argument is that there's so much time to groom. A kid to do that mm-hmm. like you're you are you waited till 18 mm-hmm. and all the and the the um the red tape and the loopholes of that are still there like mm-hmm. technically speaking these are two adults but it's like it's different it's a, the power dynamic is two in favor of one person right so like brother and sister as long as their ages aren't too far apart and nothing's happened prior to them being together is like that's not my business Okay, I got an example. This is so weird. I got a story example. (laughs) I got an example. Okay. Go ahead, man. Once upon a time, and this really did happen, there's this kid who got into uh, some sort of accident, 
He was like 12, 13, maybe even 14. And he was in a full body cast for a long time. Mm -hmm. So he couldn't masturbate. And so, <laughs> I know, I know. And after a while, I mean, you remember being a kid and having yeah. your boners destroy everything? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was the worst thing that could ever happen to a young man. So after a while, <laughs> apparently, apparently, mm -hmm. the mom would start helping him out with masturbating. And it started off as, like, very medical. I think she would look away and, like, it was weird. Medical masturbation. Medical masturbation. <laughs> That's the thing. Medical prostitution's uh, a thing. Is it really? Mm -hmm. That's a thing. I think it's oh. in certain countries. Either Not way, um, mm. so she would do that. And then over time, it developed into far more sexually, uh, I'll say sexually blunt stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And dad knew about this, and this was all while he was in the cast. And then as soon as he got out of the cast, they didn't do anything anymore, mm -hmm. and the life went on. It's like, is that disgusting or is that a loving mother that is weird right it's weird it's 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 really strange like i i never knew that it was like that like um what was, so what the kid was just in a bad mood all the time and she was like he was right. getting angry he was getting aggressive what was he gonna do he's in a cast right but it was like she just loved her son she didn't want her yeah, son to um, fucking i get you and suffer i mean i won't know until like I, well let me put it like this let me roll don't, reverse please don't fuck your kid let, okay <laughs> let me put it like this let me roll reverse yeah. all right so say not in my case because i'm not a sick mother i'm not i'm i'm you know yeah, sane yeah. you know but like for example what if it was a father and a daughter I think I believe this uh, in in the reverse of the masturbation story. Right. I think what first off, if it was a father and daughter, it does. I'm biased and mm -hmm. I'm a sexist piece of shit. It, of it's way weirder to me. Yeah. Or what if what if it was like the daughter was doing the dad because he was in a cast? Right. It becomes weird. Right. It's it's one of those things where it's complicated. Yeah. And I I think that I I like to make this. I like to be a, a contrarian, mm -hmm. which has made my life much harder than it needed to be. But mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I like um, taking the ridiculous side. There's a piece of me that's like, mm -hmm. this is gross and weird, but I'm still going to take it yeah. for fun argument's sake. And I, I genu I'm calling this. Yeah. I've recorded this, these in podcasts multiple times. I'm going to call this and for the future. It's going to be... The next thing mm -hmm. is going to be incest. Oh, my God, man. I'm Honestly, I didn't wake up this morning thinking that I was going to talk about <laughs> incest. I had no idea. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. I couldn't you anticipate. Like, like okay. So. Think about the 50s, right? Right. If you went back in time and you were like, the president's going to be black, gay marriage is going to be legal, and transgender people exist. Oh, yeah. Fucking heads would explode. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. And so what I, th I believe, like, every generation thinks mm -hmm. they're the generation that changed it, and now it's it. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, is done now. But every new generation always finds the new way to, whether it's with technology or sex or whatever, mm -hmm. drugs. The generation prior, post, prior, mm -hmm. the generation prior always finds a way to take it that much to more. The next level. To the next level. Do you think um, there's, there's um, failures in that? Like, do you think yes. shit doesn't work like that? Like, do you think we ever, do you think that ever goes to a point where it's a little too far? Yes. We need to slow the fuck down. Yeah. I think so. I think so too. What do you, what do you think of this, uh, the, the little mermaid being black? Oh, that, I don't give a fuck about that. No, I don't, that whatever to me. Why is that? Because. Why isn't this, this a big deal to you? Oh, it's a big deal. <clears throat> it, it's a big deal in the sense that 
it's just one step closer. Yeah, because honestly, I don't care. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, I'm going to have a daughter, so she's going to be all into those princess things and yeah. stuff like that. I'm already anticipating it. I'm already watching kids' movies and stuff like that, like, because I'm like, all right. Gotta get ready. Yeah. <clears throat> so, like, it doesn't bother me that, 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 that she would ever be black or any of that stuff. Like, that doesn't, I don't care. Yeah. The only thing that does that I'm just like, all right. Disney, you guys are being fake right now. Like yeah. you guys are doing this to pander, and I hate pandering. Yes, you know you're, you're doing it because you think you have to do it to make people happy. Yes, you know, and then people are mad because people are secretly racist. Honestly, yes. you know. I uh, yeah. Did you see that picture of the Nazi flag that I posted? Yes. Yeah, that's that was in weird. My neighborhood. That was weird. So like, dude, if if it is if it is Disney being disingenuous about their inclusion versus mm -hmm. people with Nazi flags in this fucking world mm -hmm. in, that I live next to, I'm taking Disney being cynical. Yeah. Like for me, I recognize that they are marketing, that mm -hmm. they are are manipulative. Well, they're a company. They're a company. Like, yeah. And I don't believe they have any heart. I don't think they actually give a fuck. Right. But. I think that the net result is a positive. So little girls, especially little black girls, mm. like that is those that's that's a group of people that we have fucking discounted, yeah. discredited, and disrespected in in a horrifying way. Mm. Like black women, Chica has had to deal with ridiculous bullshit as really? a black woman. Yeah, you should talk to her. I don't want to put her on blast right. in her life. But, like, as a black woman, she has to suffer through shit that I can't even, like, I, I believe that black women are the lowest in the rung of respected. Oh like, God. when you think about, okay, white dudes are on the top. We all, mm -hmm. then white women, then you get this, then, like, dudes in general, like, mm -hmm. Mexican, black, Asian men, we're all in somewhere in yeah. here. And then you go lower than that. Then you have Mexican women. Then the lowest for sure to me is black women. Wow. So like I'm, it's super cynical and mm -hmm. it's super transparent that it's cynical, but I'll take that mm -hmm. over, I guess let's make another white girl doing things. I'll see another white dude doing stuff. Um, and I, it, it's, it's so frustrating because I know I sound like a liberal cuck. You absolutely do. I do. I totally no, but, sound like but I wouldn't understand because I I wasn't raised in that culture and I don't know how how uh, women deal with with stuff like that. Like for example, let me put it like this: this okay. movie right here is Dancing with the, the yes. with a bigger black lady. Yes. <clears throat> in the nineties, people were like, "What the? F Ugh. Yeah, you know." Yes. Like I remember that. I remember seeing that and people were being like, "What the heck? He's dancing with this black lady and she's fat and black." Yeah. So it's like a little, it was a little weird and, and like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. The joke right now is this lady is unattractive and black. Yeah. Like that's the joke. And she's he, just weird. Yeah. And he has to dance with her to get the, the yeah. crystal. Ugh, that's so gross. Yeah, he has to exactly. touch her. You know, like that's the fucking joke. And, and, and I know yeah. I keep saying liberal cock. I, yeah. I, I get why people would hear me talk mm -hmm. about this and be like, dude, it's not that big of a, it's a movie. Yeah. But movies and stories are super powerful mm -hmm. like communication is really powerful yeah. and it affects the way we perceive the world and i think that like fuck i really it's a good example Did I okay you know about this tattoo right no uh, oh what is that the what is that finn is that like from star wars yeah okay so this tattoo has far less to do about star wars and is more about black people so like, <laughs> I right, tell me. That's tell it. Me. All right. So I was in high school. I was in uh, this theater competition, mm -hmm. and I was doing a scene from Top Dog Underdog. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming you've never seen the play. Mm -hmm. 
Um, it's it's about two. It's a it's a very small play, and it's about uh, these two brothers who are very poor and yada yada, yada and mm-hmm. they live together. And the play is graphic. They're talking about fucking the same girl, and they're they're mm. cursing, and they're talking about gambling. And they're just doing crazy shit with each other. Spoilers: the other character kills my character, shoots him in the head. Mm. It's as violent as fuck. And this is a play you were in. This is a play, yeah. Oh. And we did a scene um, at the theater competition in, in mm. Cal State Fullerton. Mm. So I'm in high school, going into a college to do all this stuff. So it was probably about 2008, 2009, and we do this scene. My friend and I. He's a black guy too, and it, in my opinion, it wasn't wasn't too bad for high schoolers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got our notes back, and we didn't move on to the next level. And by the way, to, to put this into context, this mattered. Like this, re- this, this, this wasn't like a, <clears throat> like a, um, oh, whatever. It's silly. Like this fuck. It's like, in a, it was be- a big deal. It's a big deal. It's like mm. being in a competition at the improv. Oh, okay. Like this is the improv. Like, uh, this is the, f- this is Cal State Fullerton. This is a college. We're high school. Like this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. We, we take what they say seriously. And so they get our notes back and I'm not fucking exaggerating. Mm-hmm. I wish I had the paper. I probably burnt it. But it said we didn't act black enough, we were not ghetto enough, we didn't act hood enough, we were too Disney, we acted too white, we, it, it, the list went on and on. Wow. All of the notes were that. It wasn't like, you know, you could, you could have made a choice here that was different, or maybe a different costume change, or maybe this line should have been, none of that. All of it. The only reason we did not move forward in that competition was because we didn't act the black way they pr- black people should fucking act. Whoa. And the whole... I'm, I'm getting angry thinking about it. Sorry. No, The ahead. whole judge, the whole panel of judges were like three, four middle-aged white dudes and like one old-ass white lady. And mm. it was all like for them. And so... Right, wow. I'm going to try to make sure I don't get angry here. So... No, getting... Who cares? <laughs> I don't care. Go ahead. So... <laughs> I'm going to talk about what I perceive as their perspective. Then I'll get angry as my perspective. Yeah, okay, so okay. calmly, their perspective. They've lived their entire lives watching movies and television. Boys in the Hood. Boys in the, the Hood. hood uh, do the Right Thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Menace to Society. Mm-hmm. I love those movies. I haven't seen Do the Right Thing, to be oh, honest. But I okay. love those movies. They're a part Friday. They're all part of me. And they're part yeah. of my culture. And I'm happy about it. Mm-hmm. But like, it is, it is not indicative of every black person's experience. Right. And so white people, older white people, have lived their entire lives in this weird media bubble mm. where they are the center of attention. They are the, um, the, the protagonists of the earth. Mm. Like if you, for real, like I, I, I don't want to ruin movies for you, but go watch, watch some movies in 2000, fuck it, two, watch some movies in like through the 90s yeah. and try to count how many, like how many black Oh, no, I, I've noticed that yeah. for sure, where I'm just like, wow. Like, all right, this is why I think Tyler Perry goes complete opposite. Oh, God. And where there's like, oh, I, <laughs> yeah. where like, like every single character in a Tyler Perry movie is black. Yes. And then like the white person's the bad person. And I'm like, is this the way he sees it when he watches regular movies? Because I don't blame him. Yeah. You know, like it does kind of like I, I see it and like when you see it the opposite way, you're like, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, you know what? Maybe he sees it. You know, yeah. opposite the way, and I'm like, it's oh, perspective. Yeah, it's all about perspective. And if you don't allow other people to show their perspective, you don't know that they exist. Yeah. And so to be now, that's their perspective, mm-hmm. and I understand and I can respect that they. It's ignorance. Like mm-hmm. they really, they really thought that they were helping, mm-hmm. which is almost just, just makes it more horrifying. Yeah. But whatever, they really thought like. 
this is how black people act. I can't believe they that white people had the nerve to be like, "Oh, you guys need to be more black." It was crazy. Wow. I was. I remember. I, you know me. You know how fucking loud and boisterous I can be. I mm-hmm. was screaming. I was yelling. I was cursing in the in the the courtyard. People were probably like, "Oh, he's he's angry." Yeah. Like, damn, you should have called like. It didn't matter. ABC Seven or but something. But like, like that. <laughs> this is pre-social media, right? So it's crazy how you could, yeah, how people could get away. That couldn't happen now. Yeah, honestly, no fucking. There's way. no way. No way. I no way. Pictures been like, look at this shit, everybody. Yeah. And wow. Yeah, and and so you got to think like like the police shootings mm-hmm. of of that is something that I've known about for mm-hmm. forever. So when all of these shootings come up, I'm like, black men in particular, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. You know this shit? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. We've, NWA been has been talking about this since 89. Like, yeah, we, yeah, we know. When I watched uh, uh, Straight Outta Compton, I was like, no, you guys are exact. And then, no, it was actually probably. Talked to my dad really, about it. Really? He grew up in L.A. in like the 80s and 90s. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, that's not well, an exaggeration. Well, that, that whole riot that happened in, in, in Los Angeles, of, yeah. like back in 92, it wasn't just because they felt like going crazy. Yeah. It was reason. seriously, they were like revolting against unfairness. And yes. it still didn't work. Um, you know? Yeah. So my my anger now yeah. is while I can respect that they have a perspective, that's just how it is. No. Like, fuck you. I'm a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a kid. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me. I really can't stress like, you know, OK, so you don't see it as much. But when I first mm-hmm. started the hideaway, one of the, the running jokes was like, oh, Aaron's whitewashed. Like that was a thing that because you're you can articulate yeah because I articulate myself because I went to college because I grew up in the suburbs and shit right and I di- and the hair changed my life a lot did it really mm-hmm. I'll get into the hair did, in a second yeah go um, ahead, yeah. but but like grow like the hide like my entire life was that but then the hideaway amped it up because I was around comedians mm-hmm. and they're like we need to make jokes all the time mm-hmm. and that's the easy thing to target no and so I was like going us going after you for your being bald. Like it's just it's just an easy yeah it's, it's the obvious fruit. part of it so yeah. so um you know I would hear that and I've grown and I've matured enough to be able to kind of separate myself a bit from it so when I hear it I'm like I don't take it personally I understand like mm-hmm. you're trying to be funny fine but I would I don't think people realize is one person making that joke isn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. But when every single day you hear the same joke mm-hmm. five or six times, after a while, it's like, especially as a kid, it warps your perception of yourself. <clears throat> oh, okay. And so similarly to the American Pie example of like, mm-hmm. there's nothing, American Pie can be a movie. You can, no. he, you can have his perspective. That's fine. But when you don't show anyone else's perspective, then mm-hmm. everyone thinks like, oh, this is the, this is who the the main people of the world are, and this is how they see the world, and this is what it is. Mm-hmm. So when everyone around you, black and white, is telling you, like, you are not anything you are. It's weird. Well, yeah. Like, you're not, you're not black, but you're not white. You, you're just nothing. You don't matter. Wow. And it's, it's really hard to figure out as an adult. It's hard to grapple with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm figuring it out. But the dreadlocks, like, <sighs> dude, my life is actively harder now. Because of the dreadlocks? Yeah. Like, noticeably more difficult. Okay, like, for example, you talked about how you got pulled over. <laughs> was, on the way from Vegas? On the from way Vegas? from Vegas? Yeah. Was that, like... I don't think that that was a black thing, because the... I mean, I don't know. I don't know what police scanners or what they see or what they know about you. They have a black light. 
Oh, nice. No, I'm just... <laughs> They're like, oh, he's just black. Like, There's one. We when, got one. <laughs> when they get your tags or your, yeah. your license, I don't know if a picture of your license comes uh, up. Oh, okay. So I don't know if they know what you look I like. I don't think so. Because they, they, if they did, they wouldn't ask for your license. That would make sense. You know? Um, But let's, I mean, yeah, well, let's say... I'm going to give them... I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. Let's say... Am I fucking... No, there you go. Okay. Um, Let's say that he didn't know we were mm-hmm. black. It was still really intense and uncomfortable and scary because it's dark and we're in a state that I don't know where the fuck I am. Right. And like, I don't, I, it's, it's so scary. Mm -hmm. Like, have you ever been arrested? Never. Okay. I've been arrested a few times. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. And it's like, and that's, I think that's the other thing when, when I say that people are like, they don't believe me Mm because the way I speak and the way I present myself. Yeah. But, that's real. Like that's a real fucking life thing. Yeah. So how did the, how did your dreadlocks? Oh, how did it change things? Yeah. Like um, how does it, how did you said it made it a lot harder? Yeah. I I've I've gotten used to how white people perceive black people, older oh. white people in particular. Really. I've gotten used to it. So you see I've, them gripping their bags yeah, harder, clutching the pearls, that whole shit, uh, or looking angry, just looking aggressive at really. Me. Mm-hmm. Oh, All the time, um, but I w- with short hair. So mm. I, I, my entire life I had short hair, and I learned how to navigate that. Mm. Then when I got dreadlocks, no, first I got cornrows. Mm. Whoo, cornrows way worse than dreadlocks. Really? Yo, it was terrifying. Cops were like getting. See, dude, we're on a is, podcast right now, so you're not gonna be able to see this. Is that a stigma of like of like gang? Mm-hmm. They things? perceive it as a gang thing. Oh, so what were you about to do? They um like touching the gun more, and I I know that sounds crazy, uh-huh. but like I just started noticing more aggressive posture. You, you know, I'm into communication. Yeah. So you know, when I analyze shit, I'm not fucking around. That's crazy because I don't notice any of that. Like when mm-hmm. I don't in I don't recognize body movements that much. Body language. <clears throat> body language because like I definitely like even when I'm on stage, I'm a, I'm very stiff. Like I don't have like movements or anything like that. So it's, yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, body language is a really body language and micro expression. You mm-hmm. ever heard of micro expression? I think I've heard you talk about it. Like for example, you were talking about you were you were talking to Jonathan about barking. Mm-hmm. And you said uh like when you approach someone, hands open. Always have your pulse. You know, that's yeah. that is I never when I heard you say that I was like, huh. Yeah. You don't point at people. It's, it's not aggressive. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're kind of like, hey, I'm I mean no harm. Yep. I come in peace. Look at me. I'm like that is, I never would have guessed that. Like, mm-hmm. like, and and do you think that that's more like important to do something like that because you're because you're important. because you're black? You, well, <laughs> I hate saying stuff yeah, like that because no, no, it seems please. like I'm. It's fine, you know. Um, it's more important. I think it's that stuff's important to know if you need to interact with people. If you need to, I, I don't like to use the word manipulation because has a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. But if you need to manipulate people, air quotes, to get them into a show or something, mm-hmm. you should probably know how to these body language things change stuff mm-hmm. like subconsciously what you're what it's telling other people is i don't have a weapon so yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's crazy how you have to insinuate that though mm-hmm. you know you show off your chest if you show your chest if you if you have open body language you come off as friendly mm-hmm. but watch as soon as i cross my arms if i talk to you like this oh my god dude what the <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> but as soon as i cross my arms you can feel 
it's it doesn't feel the same. Right. Well, like like if you had to come in here and you cross your arms immediately, I'd be like, he probably doesn't even want to be here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you wouldn't. So if you if you don't analyze that stuff, yeah. you wouldn't know how to articulate it. But you could feel like there's something off. Do you think that helps you, like in stand up, mm-hmm. in, in any sense? Like for example, like all the time. Really? I'm every time I'm on stage, I'm thinking about like I don't I don't know if you know I don't point like this at people. Oh. I I'm always like hey you know I always palm out and then you gesture towards them because it makes it f- it doesn't feel as accusatory. Yeah, you can uh, work you can work for Disneyland. You know they're not they're <laughs> yeah, not they, a lot the, of point. The, yeah, the pointing. Yeah. yeah, they have to like be like all right three fingers over there. Over there. Yeah, <laughs> over there. Um, but body language. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So the cops' body language would mm-hmm. change and people's body language. I was uh, at work, so I'm mm-hmm. an interpreter. You know that, right? Yeah. Okay. So most of the demographic of them are old white ladies. Mm. And I remember, oh, fuck, this pissed me off. So I had, dread, or I had, I had uh, cornrows. cornrows yeah. And life was getting too much. It was too jarring for me. Mm. Like, to grow out dreadlocks, it takes time and you have to get used to it. Mm-hmm. With cornrows, I could, I just did it. Mm-hmm. And then my life changed. <laughs> And, wow. and people treated me different. And uh, one of the ladies I worked with, after I changed, after I took them out and mm-hmm. I just went back to just regular hair, not regular hair, but like not cornrows hair. Yeah. Um, one, someone brought it up at work, was like, oh, you took out the cornrows. And another lady said, in front of me, said, um, he probably did that to look more professional. <gasps> and in her, and she, in her head, she very genuinely was like, she wasn't trying to hurt your feelings. No, she really thought like, that's that is inappropriate hair for the workplace, and I'm I'm very glad that you've decided to have more appropriate hair. Wow! And uh, yeah, I mean, coming from someone, all right, I appreciate all the hair because I have none. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I look at any hair, I'm like, oh yeah, I can, yeah, I appreciate that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah but go ahead. Yeah. So when I talk about all this black shit, it's not coming out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like people. I, I would yeah. think like honestly like like because I've I've talked to you and I met you and like but I don't know you but like, I I automatically assumed I was like that stuff doesn't happen to him because he's not really like that yeah. no, you I know so I, I, yeah that's crazy and it, it's it's yeah so the, my hair now makes me like it has made me fine I, I describe people uh, okay so people that are shady or that I don't want to be around I call them snakes mm-hmm. so it's made me figure out snakes faster. Like if if you if you approach me and you mm-hmm. already seem freaked out and I can tell it's because of the hair I'm like I don't I already don't like you so you better yeah. earn you got yourself a serpent there yeah yeah like I don't okay. like I don't trust you mm. um and I remember going <laughs> this is more into college so I had shorter hair still mm-hmm. I remember white people would say to me you know Aaron let me again say this is a these are quotes mm-hmm. from many people this is insane that you have this many and i'm like every time you say one i don't know if you notice my face but my yeah. jaw drops every <laughs> single time is, uh, you'll like this one all right here we go so, i don't know if i'll like it I but know. i'll definitely be, i'll definitely react to it go ahead so <laughs> many times people wow. would be like you know aaron you know what i really like about you is like you're like you know you're like a good black person oh you my god I mean? like you're you're not like one of you know what i mean like you you're really articulate you're a good black person Mm -hmm. and it's such a weird like it's such a weird place to be in because on one hand you can tell that they they think that they're giving you a compliment like Mm. if you take out your own perspective and bias if you look Mm -hmm. at it from their perspective they in their head they were like i'm gonna tell aaron something that i i think he'll appreciate this as a friend and i like i want him to show him that i i respect him Mm. that's what they're thinking but for me it's like 
you on so many levels you have insulted me my culture mm-hmm. my family my friends like you're telling me basically like well you're saying inherently black people are bad mm-hmm. and i'm the exception to the rule you're saying inherently then white people are naturally good mm-hmm. you're saying inherently that i'm somehow not black and mm-hmm. that's good it, it's it's so many it's 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 infuriating yeah and it's 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 crazy how like you definitely hone into it. Like you you listen to it and it gets to you. Like you can tell, because yeah. <laughs> stuff like that has never necessarily happened to me. Really, I've never been. Well, honestly, like I I feel like I know a lot of people are gonna hate me for saying this. Well, I'm excited, but I'm I'm probably more white than I am Mexican. Honestly, mm-hmm. like I, I I really do. Not it's not that I feel like it. I know that I act like it. Yeah. Like I don't speak with an accent really. Yeah. I met this one dude from Colorado, um, and he's like was he's never been to mexico or anything like that and he came to live over here and he had an accent like if he spoke spanish so people would come up to him and speak spanish he's like oh, i don't speak spanish and i'm like what the fuck why are you speaking with an accent because you think it sounds gangster or some that's shit so he do it on purpose yeah that's so yeah well i don't man. know if he did it i think he was like i think he just adapted it and he just never stopped just talking really, that yeah. way so just like but it was it was definitely but i've never like I've never had anyone come up to me while I was mowing the lawn and be like, "Hey, how much do you charge?" Like I've never had anything <laughs> like that ever happen to me. You um, know, it's interesting. I, you know, I so I know I talk a lot. Like I no. get on these rambling things, but I'm no, curious no, no. culturally for you, what is that? Li- what is your life like? Do you have any of these any of these racial things that you're there? Not necessarily. The only thing that I have had, like I've seen it done to my dad, because my dad he's he's predominantly a Spanish speaker. Mm-hmm. He can get by. You could understand him when he speaks English, you know. But it's definitely like not his go-to language. Right. So I would I would see how people treat him like when he needs to go get business done. Like a long time ago, uh, we went to there was some problems with our cell phones. This was back in the day when it was like they overcharged you for everything, yeah. and you would go and be like, "Hey, what the fuck is this?" You know. And then like I would notice that like the people that would uh, talk to my dad were like they would speak slower, like if my dad was retarded or something. It's condescending. And, yeah, very condescending very kind of that's that's the only thing where i'm just like people are a little condescending Mm -hmm. but me i've always been the type not always like i've i've always cared more i was talking about about this like uh with a coworker of mine the other day and uh she was appalled that i used to be like this i didn't pay attention to any of the racially driven things or Mm. any culture driven things because i was focused on on what the hell is wrong with me all the time because i was like Dude, no girls like you. <laughs> like I'm, I'm. I kid you not. And yeah. I, and I, I feel open about this now, just because like I'm married and, and a beautiful, and, nice wife. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, she, she's, she's very beautiful. It's even to this day, like pregnant. She's, she's yeah. glowing right now. But like, I'm very jealous of that. I have more questions about love soon. But oh, I'm very I'm jealous. I'm, so jealous. I, I'm ready to answer. Okay, because like, like I definitely. All right, when I was young, when I was in in high school, yeah, that was like the thing that I wanted to do is to be accepted by girls and have a girl like me and and all that stuff. But I was really like now looking back at it, I was like, dude, you were like over the top. Like that's why they didn't like you. And I and I was asking my my coworker, I was like, I was like, hey, like I think I know exactly why they didn't like me back in the day. You know, and it's because they they can kind of sense the desperation in me. Yeah. And I didn't know that that was a thing. So I had asked her, I was like, can you tell when guys are desperate? And does that make you not want to be with them? Yeah. And she's like, absolutely. One hundred percent. And I was like, that's why, you know, because I would what I would do is <laughs> when I would start a school year, I would pick a girl. I'm like, I'm going to. Really? Yeah. I'm going to be like, uh, I think I love her. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I think I love her, and yeah. I would I would like send her notes and shit like that. I would spray some cologne on the notes, and then I would be like, oh, like I like you, and then she would be like, can you please leave me alone? And then I would just you know stalk not stalker but yeah. i would like like watch her all the time and, I know what you mean. and there's been times where like i would like a girl and i would see her talking to a guy and i'm like so what were you guys talking about and shit like that yeah you know like so i was like more in the whole i was very possessive yeah with people that didn't belong to me didn't even want to be a part with me or anything like that so it was that was my struggle so i didn't focus on like oh people were being racist as fuck here and yeah. there you know where i did notice a lot of racism hmm is uh on xbox live when i would play uh that's interesting yeah when i would play see that's what i mean yeah. by technology like i didn't yeah. sorry man. no no go ahead um i didn't i didn't i'm listening yeah yeah so like i would like on xbox live you know people say the most racist shit so i was i, was, I remember this clearly i was playing uh, uh call of duty you know or call of duty but is I that what they call it call i call it call of duty because okay. i but I was I was really into it. Like I would scream at the TV and yeah. stuff like that. My parents would be like, "I'm taking that shit away because you're violent." Of course. I remember once I was playing and like my window was open and my it was like late at night and my yeah. neighbor was like, "All right, dude, that's enough." <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" That's when I sold my Xbox and I was like, "All right, you're done with this." Yeah. yeah. No, but I remember once like I was playing in a in a group and like my cousins were there and and some dudes just started being racist as fuck and they were like like they were like southern white people yeah and he's like what the hell are you guys and i was like i was like well i'm mexican he's like he's like that's worse than black dude and i'm like you're a terrible racist <laughs> I was like, you're supposed to hate all of them the same yeah, right? <laughs> we're all lower than yeah, you sir yeah that's crazy yeah so that's the only like like form of racism is is just the condescending yeah stuff and then like it never and, got violent. Yeah, it never got violent. I never had anyone like say, "Well, go back to where you came from, Banner." Nothing like that. So I didn't tell you about the. Did I tell you about the the um, skinheads with knives? No. I I'm, the first time I'm still honestly. I'm still surprised. Honestly, I'm still surprised and shocked that there was someone that lives across from you with a, with a Nazi. Oh my! That was. I was like, "There's no way." There's no way. I was like, "How is that even possible?" Like. In Riverside, how is that? How do you suppress it so much that you're like you're around everybody? Riverside is one of the most weirdly racist, but not racist places. Wow, today. it's so strange. It's like secretly racist. Yeah. Right. But the first time you got called the N word, oh, I was um, saying seven or eight, I want to say, and I was yeah, and I was um, in this in Riverside. Like I, I will drive you by my old house. It is not far. Mm. Um, but I, I was down the street and I was playing basketball with this kid. And this is before you even fathom what race is. And, um, I was playing basketball and I, um, you know, when you have vivid memories as a kid, you remember de certain details. Yeah. Oh. So they had a, um, uh, screen door and part of it was like a little ripped, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, I know what exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, the bottom part. And this guy, the dad, I assume the dad came out and he had a wife beater on. I want to say a jeans. He was bald and he was big guy mm. and he was screaming at me. And uh, my mom told me later he was calling me a nigger, but I don't, I didn't remember mm. what was happening. I just remember he was mad mm -hmm. and I just wanted to play basketball. And so he was screaming at me and my mom came down and mm. she's a, uh, she's worked in two prisons and was a social worker. Mm. So. I think part of the reasons why she doesn't know how to express emotions is just because her job has been very drastic. Yeah, yeah. I oh. think that's part of it. And so my mom, I remember she grabbed me by my arm. It was one of those classic, like, I'm taking your arm back to the house. Mm -hmm. You have the choice to come with your arm. It's like she dragged me with and she was yelling at the mm -hmm. guy. 
and um, I mm-hmm. and, and was just like you're you fuck you you piece of shit and like and the guy's like whatever niggers and like it's just going back and forth in broad daylight on mm-hmm. the street and she drags me up and then she didn't like so this is what I mean by my mom loves me but doesn't like me yeah so rather than obviously a heated moment when we get to the house the smart thing to do is mm-hmm. say okay Aaron. There's going to be people in this world mm-hmm. that aren't going to like you for things. Yada, yada, yada. Talk to me. Instead, <laughs> it was, don't you ever fucking go down there again. I thought I was, I thought I was like, what uh, did I do? okay. So she, she doesn't know how to express that stuff. I get you. Um, I get you. And so, uh, so that was the first time I got called nigger. And then the knife thing yeah. was, also, I still want to ask you about love. Yeah. But the knife thing, I remember I was in middle school mm-hmm. and uh, I was after school, I had stayed after school to get tutoring for math because I sucked at math. Mm-hmm. So no one was there. and I was walking home and there's a group of like, f- I want to say it was about four or five kids, uh, all dressed in black. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they were just standing there and they were saying something to me and mm-hmm. I couldn't hear them. One of them was like their leader. Mm-hmm. And so I walked back and in my head, I'm walking back like, oh, I didn't hear you. Like, I, I just want to know what you guys were saying. Mm-hmm. And they, I, as I was getting closer, I realized that the main one was just saying nigger over and over again. So I was, wa- as I was walking towards them, I hear nigger, nigger, nigger. And I was like, as I was walking, I was like, oh, well, now I've made this decision. Mm-hmm. I can't turn back around. So I guess I'm here. He had this fucking kitchen knife, like a butcher knife. I don't know why he was carrying it around. Because he was looking for trouble. That's why. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 That's why. He was I guess. Yeah. And so uh, I, I want to say they took my money and they didn't touch me. And then I, I went back to the school and immediately I was like, I'm not like, I've always had this mentality mm-hmm. of waste, wait on the fight thing. Wait, mm-hmm. just wait. It's not, I don't think this is worth dying over. Yeah. It's worth getting stabbed over. And so I went back into the, the school and I was like, there's people, there's some kids out there with butcher knives calling me a nigger. Can somebody deal with this? And so uh, they're like, no, we sent them. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just <laughs> teaching you about life, boy. Uh, and so they go deal with them. I never saw those kids again. Yeah. My mom comes to pick me up, walks in the office. I shit you not. First thing she said was, what did he do? And the principal had to be like, he's, he's not in trouble. He's mm-hmm. eating. Uh, there's, there's an incident. Mm-hmm. There's a whole thing. Um, oh, my God. So, yeah, like people don't I don't think people realize when I talk about race mm-hmm. is not coming from nowhere. Um, wow. So, but love, love. Uh, yeah, I had that same issue of not understanding how to talk to women. Right. And then I did the same thing I did with comedy, which was, I just analyzed them and then I got really good at it. And to the point where now, like I can, I can pretty much find someone to hook up with pretty easily at this point. And I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to have what you have because of that. Um, I would, all right. I would say maybe you'll grow out of it. Maybe. Well, maybe. We'll see. Perhaps. But here's the thing, like, like me, like that's always been a, a, a goal of mine is to settle down, mm. start a family, you know, cause that's like, uh, I, I would look at my dad. My dad's like, like, again, I had a great childhood. Like, yeah. like my dad's like one of my heroes. So like, I would say, <laughs> is Jesus. that weird to hear? Um, from y- you and Will, I'll tell you about it, but I want to, yeah. Cause, cause I know like, like. You always say that, like, oh, you're not, you would never want to have kids, yeah. which honestly doesn't surprise me as a black, you're a black man. Like, that's, <laughs> you think we're going to be like, oh, no way. <laughs> we're like, we know, like, we can tell. No, no, but we're really like, um, definitely like my dad, like, I would see my dad, how he, like, 
you know, yeah, he had his like his like good moments and bad moments. Yeah. You know, like my dad wasn't a perfect person, but like definitely seeing him taking care of the family, I was just like, I need to do that. Like that's that's what 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 it's all about. It's taking care of people that that you really care about. That makes sense. Yeah. I I guess when talking to you or like Will about mm-hmm. especially Will because he loves his dad. No, he looks up to his dad. He's like, That's good. Superman. Yeah, and it's so weird to me. Yeah, it, well, some of us had good ones. Yeah, you weirdos. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I I remember being a kid you know? and um, I would see other people's like nuclear families mm-hmm. and I would think that they were the weird ones. No, I'd be like, you guys are. F- your dad's living with your mom, you yeah. freaks. Like, yeah. It didn't no. make sense. Yeah. And when I hear like, <clears throat> when I hear Will talk about it, he's like, "Oh, it's so dad was so supportive and like would sit me down and give me talks and shit." Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I it's hard to fathom. Like it's really hard to even understand that. No, no, but it's, yeah, I don't know. It's just um, see my dad, and also like like when you find someone who like supports you, yeah, is sweet to you, and that you want to see happy yeah that's when you know like all right that's the person you know yeah i um but if you're not ready for that like, i wouldn't advise of it because oh, honestly because yeah. honestly it definitely is a lot of like work yeah. to to be like all right this person like um like you're not always going to get along with them but you want to you know you want to love them because you know you guys feel like you're right for each other right or something like that you know so it's like Definitely, like you're you're dedicating yourself. You're sacrificing a lot. Yeah. When you when you're giving when you're when you get married, you're sacrificing so much that you you're getting the government involved. Yeah. You know. For me, it's weird. It's a weird thing, honestly. Like I definitely, I would tell people, don't do it. Like I, I yeah. would say, don't. And this comes from someone who's happily married. Yeah. And I'm not trying to imitate Joe Rogan because I know he says this shit. I know, but I feel the same exact way. It's it's just, I would say, people who are who feel they're not ready. Don't do it. I got a buddy of mine from work. Uh, like he's he's black. That's how you know I'm not racist. Yes, of course. Of I've course. had I've had two black people on this couch already. <laughs> no, no, but but my my friend uh, uh, Ty, he's like um, he he would tell me because he sees everybody else getting married and having kids, and you know he has a girlfriend now. He's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get her a promise ring, and I'm like, what are you in high school, and shit like that. But he's like he's like he feels like he has to keep up with everybody. Right. And I've told him so many times. I'm like, dude, don't feel you have to do things because you have to keep up with people, because right. then you're gonna make a mistake. You know, you're gonna regret it later. And it's like, do it when you know you're ready, and that's the person that you want to be with. Cause it's like forever. Yeah. It's seriously, it's meant to be forever. It's not meant for you to be like, when you get married to someone, it's not meant for you to be like, all right, we're gonna do this for a while, and then after that, we'll see. Yeah. No, it's like, like I'm, I'm gonna be with you until either you or I die. You know. I think I'm in a place now where I've always been in a relationship mm-hmm. since I was like 15. I've always jumped from relationship to relationship. So good I'm for a, you. Weird flex, but cool. I, well, it's not good. I, I mean, well, well, let me put it like this: like me being, because I—that's what I struggled with a lot when I was a uh, when I was a kid. Because, but then again, like I would tell myself, like, like if I could go back in time and 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 give myself advice, I'd be like, don't be such a bitch. Yeah. Like, just take it on the chin. And honestly, that's when I met my wife. When I started, when I grew up, like, like I think I was probably like twenty five when I met her. Right. And I was just like, okay, so. Right before I met her, I was like, all right, I'm going to tell girls that, like, if I have some, if I feel something for them, I'm going to tell them. And if they don't like it, then I'm going to be like, all right, so we're just not even going to. 
That's it. I'm there now. Yeah, that's I a good place to be. Got there. <clears throat> that's a great place to be because yeah. honestly, like, there's no. You're not getting your feelings hurt anymore. Right. You're kind of like, all right, this person likes me. All right, I'll put some time and effort into like seeing where it goes. Mm-hmm. But if they don't like me, I was like, they don't deserve the time or the effort. So it's like, Dude, screw it. I just got there. Good for you. Thanks. I think that's why. I think that's why in my head, marriage. Mm-hmm. First off, fuck marriage. Regardless, I still stand by that. Okay. But like a long-term committed relationship, like marriage mm-hmm. and having a family and kids and all that, that seems so horrifying mm-hmm. and far away because I just got to a place of like, oh, I'm gonna be me now. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just don't want. I want to hold on to it for growing as long up. As I need to. Growing yeah. up is good, and honestly, like like just like you said that that it's. Did you say that you were jealous of me, like? Settling down and stuff like that? No, no. Not necessarily jealous, but you were... I'm... There's a... It's like part of me loves mm-hmm. who I am, who I've become, where my mm-hmm. life is, and I'm still trying to figure it all out. Yeah. Um. And then the other part of me is like, this is... I'm pointing... For anyone listening, I'm pointing around his apartment that's clean and doesn't have <laughs> a 21-year-old boy sleeping on the floor and shit. Yeah. Um... But this is also very sweet. It's nice. Like I'm, a, I also I'm a bit of a romantic, and I I do mm-hmm. like I love love, mm-hmm. um, and I love healthy relationships and happiness, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I have the personality for it. I guess I'll find out as I get older. Yeah, I mean, let me put it like this: like we're at that age where before this we were figuring stuff out, and yeah. now we're figuring it out. Like we're in the middle of like, okay, this this is what it's gonna be, you know. So like, but I. I would say that I'm like not jealous of you, but like I definitely you have the freedom. Yeah, you know, nice. You have the freedom to to do whatever you want. I mean, like for example, I could never have a 21 year old <laughs> boy <laughs> sleeping on my li- in my living room, like in the <laughs> studio apartment. Yeah, you know. But uh, at the same time, when you when you do that, like you and Jonathan have gotten a lot of like bits out of that. Yeah, you know, and you guys have. I mean, it's 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 an experience. That's what comedians do, honestly. When I see that, I think I've told told uh, Jonathan, I was like, dude, you guys are living the comedy life. Like that's yeah. what comedians do. They like sleep on each other's couches, and they like you know. Yeah. Uh, so that's definitely like it's it's that I'm, I'm jealous of because, but at the same time, it's just like I love where my life is at. Yeah. I have no complaints. Yeah, it's I'm I'm now getting there. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's um nice but strange and it's you know what else is weird is like these podcasts mm-hmm. that we're all everyone's doing podcasts yeah we've archived our entire lives to where your your daughter mm-hmm. whenever the fuck she feels like listening to all of this can go yeah. back and listen to her dad talk mm-hmm. to his friend about com- like that's weird i was thinking about that too like well, even when i'm gone yeah you know this is out there somewhere it's like and she can pull it out of the sky at any moment. I'm like, that's what my dad sounded like. Her name's gonna be Natalie. Natalie, yeah. Hi, Natalie. I'm Aaron. I'm your I'm your dad's friend. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That is very insane. Like at one point, as a matter of fact, like my wife actually, this is how supportive she is. She actually listens to the podcast. Really? Yeah. So like, she'll wow. tell me she's like, uh, like, like she's already listening to your voice. That's so all trippy. the time. Yeah. But she's also listening to Joe Rogan yeah. and stuff like that. So I'm like, yeah, like. Um, it, it's so like mm-hmm. it, it's it's. I think that's what I mean by the technology is weird to me. Mm-hmm. Like I I separated myself so much from technology that mm-hmm. now that I've have to pay attention to it because of social media and, mm-hmm. and stand up, it's way more jarring for me. Like I feel like I'm a person who has mm-hmm. gone from the '90s to 2016 mm-hmm. and didn't have any of the middle part with technology. Mm-hmm. 
and so something like a podcast is mm. fucking crazy to me yeah so yeah i wish i would have started it a lot earlier but then i wouldn't have as much to to talk i'd be talking about stupid about stuff nonsense. i'd be talking about how depressed i was it sounded a lot like your podcast in the I beginning believe it. you know <laughs> but like oh um there's a few things that i did want to ask you like yeah. it's like the the whole um oh, i had a question too it was yeah, about go. your daughter when no, you no. I, I, I like talking about myself though yeah <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> don't don't we all yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't we all like listening to our, to our uh yeah, hopefully I'm not keeping you too. Not at all. I don't have to leave until I don't have. To, I'm, good. I'm good. You're good. All right. If at any point, just tell me and we'll, we'll wrap know. it up. But, but dude, like I remember I had George on and he was talking about how um how you were basically running the mic on your own. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. the hell? Why would you do that? Like on um, your own? Like is it because you didn't know anybody, or is it because you said that a lot of people didn't like you? Uh, I think it was a mixture of a lot of things. Really? So a lot of people didn't like me. So no one wanted to help me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I so, think George said too. He's like, he's like, like <laughs> he had suggested that you needed help, and then he just started. Like, All right, later. The the. Yeah. Do you know how George st- got involved? Yeah, he told me that like he he started going to a mic that was closer to his house. Uh-huh. And then he saw that you were like struggling, mm-hmm. so he's like, "Hey, I'll run sound for you or some some shit like that." So it's a little more. Uh, no, I'll just it's leave. It's a it little. At it's that. a little more romantic. No, it's there's a little more complicated. I'll tell you off what? the okay off the thing. Um, but this yeah. is a safe space. You can <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this microphone isn't, and oh. it's gonna go out into the world. Uh, so did you? Did you uh, you, it's not bad it's like did you blow him or something like <laughs> so he can help you like <laughs> no, help george no. come on please <laughs> suck your dick no <laughs> give me your sound equipment um, um no it, it's it was like basically um i was i was asked so another comic asked mm-hmm. me if i could uh, do a show with him like he wanted me to he seemed to enjoy what i was doing at the hideaway okay and he wanted me to do a show uh with him on the weekends at the hideaway because i had the connection okay and it is now now from all the stuff i've learned i don't think i would have just jumped into that Mm. i would have organized it and i would have been like okay we need this and this and you have to be here and i have to be here and but at the time it was just like any yeah sure let's do it yeah and so um so we start running the show and just like Tuesdays, it was just me running it. So I was running yeah. around doing all the same yeah. stuff. And now it's a book show. So it's yeah. even more pressure. Oh. And so George saw that, and that's when he jumped in. Oh, okay. Um, and so, yeah, when it first started, why? Because no one wanted to help me because I had gotten used to nobody wanting to help me. Yeah. Like, if again, if you listen to ACMM, you know, like, mm-hmm. no one was supportive. And so I've just gotten used to being, like, I guess I'm just going to do own. everything. Yeah. Was it, a, like, a turn? Like, was it a change? Like, did you like that change where, like, oh, people want to actually like me now? Or, like, people want to help me now? Or, when George started? Yeah. Um, was it, like, a breath of fresh air? You were like, eh, let's just ride with it. No, it was more like, it was still frantic. Oh, okay. It was still, like, we didn't know what we were Still figuring doing. out. Yeah. What, yeah. Like, what a good process. I mean, but I will say this. Like, right now, it seems like you guys have it done pretty well. We have and a even, formula now. Even, even the fact that, that you guys let people host and stuff like that, like, it's like that's been pretty pretty cool of it's, you guys. It's half let and half need. Yeah. Like, I think George made a post for the Instagram about it I think mm-hmm. for 4th of July that like this doesn't work without you guys. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate the comics. I appreciate the scene mm-hmm. because if it was just me and George, mm-hmm. it doesn't. No, I know. Um, 
but I'm sorry, but what, what you just asked me just now. Um, um something about like letting people Oh, letting know. people. Yeah, no, we need it. Like yeah. eventually, and I'm still working on this, mm-hmm. but eventually we want we I want 7 mics a week. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be and really cool. There's no fucking way I'm hosting 7 mics. No. A week. And so I need, you know, you guys, I need all, I need all the, I want the comics to be as good as possible. Yeah. And they need to learn how to host. What what was really cool is like, like when, when you guys have given me the chance to host, uh, thanks by the way. But like, honestly, like I would, I would come home and like, like I would look through Amazon. I'm like, how much is a speaker? You know, because <laughs> yeah. I have like I have mics, I have cables, a mic, I have like a few mix, a couple mixers. Yeah, like I have equipment. I was like, all I would need is a speaker. Like, it, it's a very s- simplistic setup. The, yeah. What you have, and it seems very doable. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if I were to get my own speaker, I'd be like, all right, maybe I could help them out with like doing like s- that way we could have like, like multiple mics. multiple mics. You yeah. know, and no one has to worry about like, oh, we need to have the equipment at this place. Like for example, uh, like like. Uh, when you guys had that 19 uh, street pizza yeah. place, you know, you guys had to cancel Brooks Bar. Yes. So I was like, if you had multiple mics or multiple equipment, you guys could have had both shows at the same time. We're currently working on that. Really? Mm-hmm. So yeah. we we all the money that we have right now, we're putting into the Fox show because mm-hmm. we need to pay for security and alcohol and all this stuff. And then once if oh god if we can make some money from that and then earn mm-hmm. a little more money, we're gonna get more equipment, have multiple mics. That's right. the plan. But it's you remember the, the the podcast which actually was your favorite the me responding to everyone. Mm-hmm. I don't think people realize how much work it is. Oh, I I I can see it. The reason I notice how hard it is to to one thing that I, that I did feel and um again I, Ooh, I'm I'll, I'll say I'll say this I'll say this. Um, I remember once there was like I felt a little frustration between. I won't say who. Ooh. I'll tell you later. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you later. later. <laughs> so, because it's definitely like, like, I want to see if, 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 like, you remember that. But, okay. But definitely, hopefully, you will remind me of this because I definitely. I will remind you. So, um, yeah. So I, I noticed some like frustration and some tension, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh shit, that's coming because, um, this mic was put together, and there was no turnout. So I mean, there was a turnout, but it was kind of like, what the. F- Mm-hmm. Like it was kind of like oh, okay, though. So I see like there's a little bit of tension because it takes work mm-hmm. to be like all right, I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna put all this up and just so I don't know, I don't know what I'm saying. I I feel like I need context, so I'll just ask you. At yeah, the end. A- ask me later. Um, I'll get okay. I'll use uh, Michael Thompson did it recently. Yeah, and I don't think. So first off, Mike, thanks for coming out and hosting and giving that a shot. Like I think it's ballsy as fuck that he he just messaged. He was like, hey man. Uh, can I try? And I was like, yeah, go for it. Sure. Do it. And, uh, but there, I think that it takes a certain type of person. Oh. And I don't think Michael's that type of person. He doesn't think that. He, I think, I think Mike, Michael is like a really good, um, what the, f- there was an after credit scene. I didn't know there was an after credit scene. I didn't know this either. I've never Marvel watched it past Marvel. the, it's crazy. You know? Yeah. I don't understand uh, any of these jokes. No, I, I have no idea. Yeah, this either. isn't funny to me right now. But, uh, um, <laughs> no, but like I was saying, like, I think Michael Thompson, he's a great comedian. He's fucking hilarious. He's one of the funniest guys like out there. Yes. Um, but definitely like, like not a host. No, I, I <laughs> can't, I can't really imagine him like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, there needs to be, I think what works well, like mm-hmm. I think the dynamic of me generally hosting mm-hmm. and George generally being the DJ is there's, I've been trained by theater and like 
communication major in, in college. Literally my entire life has been doused in how do you communicate as efficient as possible. Yeah. And the whole host, the idea of a host is essentially like, here's information. Like mm. I'm going to perform a little bit up top so I can work out material. But mm. for the most part, it's like, here's information and here's segues. That's all you're, mm-hmm. you're doing on stage. Yeah. Um, and, and Michael isn't, Michael isn't trained in like, hold your palms out and mm-hmm. do all like, it's, it's like, um, the, you know, like game show hosts. Mm-hmm. I think they're that way for a reason. And, and, oh, okay. and, oh, and nighttime hosts are that way for a reason. I don't mm-hmm. think Michael is a game show or nighttime. Like I could probably pull that shit off because yeah. of the way I behave, but he's just not that style. Yeah. So we have to, we have to find comics that are willing to treat it like a job. Cause it is. Yeah. It's, it's definitely like, I had like all right, so at Brooks Bar, the last time I hosted, I feel like I did a terrible job. I don't know if you've ever hosted and you were like, That did not go the way I planned it to yes. go. I mean, thankfully like um it ended pretty good. Yeah. Like it was a lot of fun. Like <laughs> like 'cause everyone was like roasting me, I guess. <laughs> and then towards the end I clapped back. Nice. You weren't there, but oh my god. Did it work out? Oh, did it work out? I'll I'll say this, like when I'll admit when I do bad, so let me admit when I do good. Okay, yeah, no, you know? that's, fair, that's fair. So like, like there was there was some where I was just like, that was a little too mean. Yeah. That was a little too mean. Like for example, but like I do it with like because I love these people and yeah. I feel like if I can joke around with you in a harsh way, that means I like you. I agree. You know, like for for example, one of the things that I, that I think I I um a few things that I said like I think. Uh, you know who Adrian Utley is? Yeah. And she's always talking about how she's getting a divorce and shit like that. And I'm like, I think one of the things is like, all right, Adrian, I was going, I started with Jonathan, you know, uh, and I talked about how dark he was and how ashy he was and shit, you know, because that's easy targets, you know, just like my baldness. And then I went on throughout the room and all that shit. And then I, I got to like Adrian and I was like, all right, Adrian, we get it. You're getting a divorce. Goddamn. You know, and then there was uh, Gabriel Sosa. I felt really bad after this. Cause did like, you say something mean? I said something very mean. What to did that you guy. say? <laughs> I was like, Gabriel Sosa, you were a finalist in the next best comedy uh, contest in the Ontario Improv. And we saw when everyone saw your name on the list, everyone was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> How did he feel about that? I saw his face and he was like, okay. <laughs> and he didn't even burn me that good. I was just like, all right. So, and then afterwards, I, but then like I, I gave him a hug and I yeah. was just like, dude, you know, like I'm just playing, yeah. you know, that's what is it, cool about comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Like, like I wanted people to be extra mean to me. Like yeah. for example, uh, George and, and, and Frankie Oi, they went to lunch to, scoop like to scout out all the shit that they could roast me with they yeah. they went deep into my my facebook yeah started talking about like a suicide note that i had on there or whatever it wasn't a suicide okay. note it wasn't a suicide note it was a cry for help oh that's good yeah no no but it was it was because i was a very like emotional kid back mm. in the day like i said i kept wanting like acceptance yeah you know and life yeah but i was very sensitive i feel you so I had like a bunch of things like, oh, I used to be, you know, people used to tease me for being fat and stuff. Yeah. So Frankie always was like very funny. Yeah. He really, he was like, he's like, he's like, they, people used to like make fun of me for being fat. And he's like, nothing's changed, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's cool though, because it's like, oh, I was like, oh, like these people are willing to like make fun of me because they're cool with me. Yes. Like that's where I'm just like, oh, like, 
Like I'm, I'm, I'm part of the like the, we're friends now. Yeah, you're part you of know? the gang. Yeah. Group. So it's like I and then later on that day, um, or, or on Thursday, it was either Thursday or Friday. I was walking into work. I was just what it doesn't matter what day it was, but I was walking into work to to work twelve hours, and then I hear my name. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the? F-? I turn around and it's Frankie Oi driving his truck. Dropping off a load where I work, and I was like, "What the hell?" That's so trippy. So it was, it was just like really weird. I'm just like, "Oh, this is crazy." Like I have friends that are like, yeah. I have friends now again. Yeah, you know, like that's and honestly, like me growing up, like that's never been like the, that's never been a problem with me. Like I've always been, I always make friends easily. Nice. But I, I am a little, I, I call myself like an introverted extrovert. Yeah, meaning like. There's been times where I'd be in the office and I don't want to sneeze because I don't know if people are going to say bless you or not. Huh. Isn't that weird? It's very weird. So I'd hold in a sneeze because I was like, I don't want that exchange. Because then what if they don't say bless you? I'm like, what the fuck, you guys? Don't, don't, I, deserve, don't I deserve to get blessed over here? I'm over here. You know? But if they say bless you, then it's like, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, then I want to yeah, be like, do I say thank you? Do I say it in Spanish? You know, like oh, it's weird, man. Okay, the thing. All right. How, uh, what first off before i ask this what are these podcasts normally like like is it like this normally or what, is what it, do you mean like what is the vibe what do you guys normally talk about anything it's just freeform conversation that makes sense I'm trying to be just like joe rogan i'm nah, not gonna lie you know talk about I, more dmt i think i think freeform conversations are better because you kind of like you see the personality and you see kind of like what what the person's heart really is all about i guess yeah you see what they're like mainly about you know when you do freeform conversations and instead of being like i have an agenda i have questions for you and it, like an interview or whatever instead of just being like oh we're hanging out just talking. like the movie the me putting movies on that started because i was by myself right and i i've always i mean ever since i found out what podcasts were i was like i, I would like to do one right start one so i was just like okay so that's I like that the the movie because it's like when I'm by myself I can kind of be like oh this is stupid you know and then There's something to yeah, latch on and then that's the same thing when when I bring someone in or something when I started bringing people in which I never thought that was gonna happen but I'm glad that it did yeah you know add some more dynamic yeah have banter um, you know but you're okay so your daughter have you have you um, recorded anything for her or said anything to her no you if I, should I I. I mean, you can do it on your own time if you want, but it'd be interesting in a pot. Like, how about this? If, if you, this is super morbid. Okay. Hypothetically, you know you're about to die tomorrow. What would you say to her? Oh my god. And she's never gonna actually meet you. What would you say to her? Oh my god. If you want to do that on your own time, you're welcome. No, to. but but I, I all right. I'll play your little game. Yeah, little <laughs> game. Here you go, Natalie. Just uh, in case some shit goes down. All right, Natalie. Just in case Aaron decides to kill me right after this. <laughs> I would say, um, uh, all right, put the knife away. What are you doing? <laughs> How about less, less morbid, less morbid. Yeah, okay. What do you think she'll think of you? Like, what do you think her perspective of you or? I would say, all right, this, this, um, I'm your daddy and I'm always going to be right. No, really, really. <laughs> I would say, look, like I, your mother and I planned you. Oh, so, so before, like. Like when we found out that we were having you, we were instantly in love, regardless of your health, regardless of anything. We knew that that we were one hundred percent in love with 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 you. Um, we know that we were gonna have hard times with you, and just know that I was. When I found out that that you were a girl, we were. I was terrified. Really, 
I was terrified of hearing that news. Not that I wanted a boy more than a girl. I'm pretty sure I would have been just as as like on edge. But absolutely because I only have a brother. I've only had a brother. My dad. I've only seen my dad raise two two boys. Just me and my brother. I don't have any example of how to raise a girl, you know, or any of that. So, so I'm definitely relying a lot on my on my wife in that in that sense. And I I've asked a lot of for a lot of advice from from like I wouldn't say like just from friends like what would you do in this situation, you know? And I bring up situations, and just know that, um, goddamn, like if if uh, if I were to have like died before I met you or or something, this is getting scary. Yeah, you. But I, we but, don't have. A- but but I will <laughs> say this: just just know that like it was. It's always in my intention to try my best for you. And everything that I do, like if I if this comedy thing, just know that I'm doing it like with an intention of taking care of you. I think it's a beautiful segment. I'm I sorry, know, right? I, I realize I make I things depressing. Right. Yeah, no, uh, you do, <laughs> but but no, like but definitely that was that caught me off guard. But definitely, like, well, that's how you know, like that I'm being sincere. Yeah, you know, like I I definitely would would want her to know that I'm I'm gonna try my best. As it, a dad, it's see. That's the thing. That's one of the things I'm jealous of a little bit. Is don't like, be a comedian either. Don't be a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> but like that, I can tell that like the idea of that. I know that that's a really fucking negative thing to think mm-hmm. about. But like the idea of that is clearly a thing that would weigh on you a lot. Oh yeah. Uh, and I assume your your lovely wife. I'm so sorry mm-hmm. for you having to, you having no. to listen. She's going to listen to no. this and be like, "What is Aaron making Whoa. you say?" I know for real. Yeah, she'll probably start crying. I know, right? I don't know. No. But like t- I think time is fascinating. Yeah. Time and change because there's this weird cyclical nature of it, mm-hmm. but it also is different. So like the um okay, so generate the the generation Baby boomers, baby boomers, right? Yeah, that's the one before us, right? Uh, Generation X and then baby boomers. So okay. they're baby boomers are the ones that hate us, the millennials. Yeah, okay. And I don't think that's anything new. Cyclically speaking, like the older generation never mm. likes the new generation, mm. but I think that it's different and that it's gotten more extreme because everyone mm. has a voice now. Yeah, and we can hear them talk about us and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, and so things like like your daughter Natalie. Mm-hmm. Right, it's weird because like right now it doesn't feel like oh that's that she's gonna be a human she's gonna be twenty eight and twenty nine one day, but she is and she's gonna be able to listen to this Mm -hmm. and that's a moment stuck in time it's it's a weird idea. Mm -hmm. Um, Natalie, this is your weird friend that that Carlos has the weird friends that he has or Mm -hmm. or people like me, but um. That's weird. Like, that's mm-hmm. a really weird idea that she is going to listen to this. I hope she doesn't. Why? I'd rather she doesn't. Really? No, I mean, like, like it's just like, I mean, it'd be cool if she does, but definitely I'd rather her, rather her like, talk to me. If your instead. parents had a podcast when they were in there. I would not listen to it. You wouldn't listen to it. Oh, I would God, not I would listen, listen to it. All right, let me put it like this. My dad, he, he's he's really into the Bible, so that's all it'll be. Just him reading the Bible and preaching. But you don't. Podcasts get weirdly open. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, they do. Yeah, like a, a moment like we just had yeah. is not something that most people will ever hear. Mm-hmm. But you forget every now and again when you're talking to the mic, yeah. like, oh, this is out in the world now. Yeah. And I feel like your dad's probably gotten some some skeletons. Probably got some stories. Oh, believe me, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Also, I, I probably should believe soon. Every every okay, like like I, I'm pretty sure everybody does. So like um. Before before you leave though, um, gosh, what was I gonna say? 
Um, what would you tell your? What if you had an estranged extra- kid? Like, oh, what would Jesus. you tell them? Sorry, dude. Uh, I'm gonna assume it's a boy. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna pretend I'm not like okay. you. I don't want a girl. Uh, All right. Okay. But I, if 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 well, okay, can I get more context? Yeah. Like if if I don't know, I had an estranged kid and they were listening to this. If I found yeah. out about them, what would we? Yeah. Like let's say like uh, your kid grew up or something. And he listened to this podcast. Jesus what are you going to tell him? And I didn't know he existed. You didn't know he existed. Oh, you just found out he fuck. existed. Sorry, bro. Uh, wasn't you're an accident? And oh uh, my god. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I see. This is this is actually kind of why I would be afraid to have kids. Yeah. Is because I think that the way you're raised, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not, is going to be kind of mm-hmm. how you raise your kid. Like, I assume you're going to raise Natalie the same way that your dad raised you in some capacity. I don't know. Oh, really? I don't know. Because, like I said, like, I know my dad is an example of raising boys. Wow, that's true. That's true. I'm raising a girl. It's It's a little different. Completely different. Like, I'm going to be definitely weary of, like. About dudes. Exactly. And just, like, sickos. Yeah. You know? Like, because it's, like, that's a real thing. So, it's, like. Yeah, that's horrifying. I hate to to end it on that. But, yeah. yeah, (laughs) I guess I'll talk to my future hypothetical kid. Um. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm. I would be afraid that I would do make some of the same mistakes that. All right, go ahead and talk to Travion. All right. Oh fuck you! I would name him. Tra- <laughs> if I were to name, oh fuck! I don't know what I would name my kid. Shit. Yeah. Fuck! I don't know what I would name my kid, but See? I feel like it would make it too real if I made yeah. it. But if I were okay. to, okay, if I were to talk to Travion. <laughs> Listen, Travion. Look, I am not a good dad or person. That I've accepted that. You will hopefully be a better version of me. I guess in an ideal situation, that would be... Completely opposite. Yeah, you would be very different from <laughs> me. Um, I, I don't know. It's You know what? I'm so sorry I put this on you with your actual kid. Because no. even with a hypothetical kid, I really don't know what to it's say. It's difficult, huh? No, but but I would say this. Like, like, um, all right. Uh, this is how, how we're finna end this. Okay. All right. Is I think I think you're you're a remarkable human. All right, I will say that. Are we talking about me or Travion? We're talking about you. Oh, okay. I'm not talking to Travion anymore. He doesn't exist. He's not okay, real. Okay, right, right. He's not real. As far as we know. It's, yes. Yeah. So, um, I, I would say, like, speaking to you, all right, so so, you, what you're doing, I know you probably don't like to hear it as much, <laughs> but, <laughs> like, like it's it's a good service of what you're doing. Like, oh, it, like you. I think a lot of comics have an in now because um, they have somewhere to work, you know? Yeah. And, and I... Even though, like, I, I seriously, it, it hurts me that I can't be working right now yeah. doing comedy because it, it, it really felt good saying I was able to tell people, like, oh, I'm a regular yeah. there, you know, like if you go on a Tuesday, you're going to see me. Yes. If you go on a on a on a Thursday, you're going to see me. You might see me on a Wednesday. I'm a regular in the buddy system circuit. You know, that's where I work. So, like. And that wouldn't be possible unless, like, you, George, or whoever, yeah. like, runs the mics and set up and had the courage to go up to management and be like, hey, can we do a show here? Because <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't know where to start. Or And I'm too, like I said, I'm, I'm too scared to sneeze in front of people because they're, like, you know, the exchange or whatever. Mm. But but definitely, like, I'm pretty sure, like, a lot of people might appreciate it. And, and whoa, 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 dude, put your pants back on. What the <laughs> hell's the matter with you? We're not doing that. People no. believe you too. I know, man. I don't know if you heard the one with Hector Lara, but he did, he did that a lot. Yeah. He was like, "Can I ask you a question?" I was like, "Yeah, go ahead." 
why'd you answer the door with no pants? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but definitely, dude. Like honestly, like it's 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 fun. Thanks for coming on the show, dude. It's, yeah. Like um, it's definitely, let's see how much time we did. Wow, this is the longest podcast. What, I talk a lot. What? No, 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 that's perfect. That's what I want. Okay. You know? Um, and what else? Is it? And I think it's cool that you guys are involving a lot of comics who are like, who want to help. Yeah. Because I definitely wanted to help. When I first saw you guys, I was just like, I want to help whatever way that I can. You know, so like definitely um, thanks for all the opportunity and stuff like that. And and um, everybody go check them out on Instagram at the, at Buddy, at the Buddy System Co., on Instagram and check out Aaron Chase at right, Aaron Chase ninety one ninety one. Yeah. Check out the 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 box theater. Go buy your tickets. Oh yeah, because that. that shit is gonna be epic, dude. The improv. I'm so excited for that. Oh yeah, you guys just got that. That's yeah, October second. Awesome. That was when I saw that too. I was like, that's cool. I'll that's talk awesome. to you about that. All yeah, the it's yeah. crazy. So uh, other than that, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you guys could reach me at you know, on Instagram at Los Patino Comedy. Thank you so much. Peace.